This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world, and I'm in here today. We got a little bit of a, a surprise guest. Hello. Cool, coolest white boy in the world. Thank you so much for uh, uh, inviting me on to the show. Appreciate you guys so much. You're I'm excited. I did the news with Yuri the other day, and I was just like, you know what? Yuri is good energy. And when you really think about No Jumper, I do feel like at least one of the things that people expect from No Jumper is to have some cool-ass black dudes. And some lame-ass white guys. <laughs> no offense, Yuri, but I'm I think we, I both, fill that void. we both fill at least some of that category, you know? <laughs> uh, Yuri has a drawstring on his glasses. Bruh, I have to explain <laughs> this to everyone. It's so sad. It looks like a rat tail back It's there. almost like, it, I know this is a crazy example, but it's almost like as if I came here with crutches. You know what I mean? And you're just like, oh, why do you have to use those? It's because I need to use them Wait, to see. You why? Know? Because your glasses won't stay on your face Exactly. Otherwise? My glasses will not stay on my face. And I literally, I bought these glasses brand new and I like, within a week, they were just so loose that nothing could happen. I took him to go get tightened. That didn't help. And then shout out to Phil. He gave me this thing and i've been using it ever since and i've been getting roasted ever since too but it, it helps looks like you play in the nba yeah that's some, red, <laughs> that's some redneck my Bro. childhood is filled with memories of just breaking my glasses over and over and over doing any kind of physical activity so i really empathize with what you're going through because i hate wearing glasses oh sunglasses are fine you did you get contacts or a laser eye surgery i got contacts probably in like eighth grade and then i wore contacts every single day until i was like 25 or 26 and that's when i got the eye surgery you ever had color contacts no <laughs> you see like as a skateboarder the reason why i didn't want to do contacts is my hands now i don't skate as much but your hands are always disgusting my exactly yes. my hands are always covered in dirt bacteria and i'm thinking like if i gotta fucking touch my eye a couple times a day with these dirty ass hands like that's kind of crazy and, that, and that's a big thing i remember from being young too is like being on the road on a bmx trip or like going on tour with bands or whatever and then meanwhile my hands are so dirty and i got to take my contacts out at night <laughs> thank you so while much, i'm Rochette sleeping in the back of a 15 passenger van and it's like we don't even stop at a gas station or anything so it's like i can't get my hands clean but i still got to take my freaking con those things are so gross and you got to clean them too in like fluid Ugh, yeah the juice, that liquid Bro, saline solution. I just saw some video about this like grandma who went to a doctor and she's like saying she has like her eyes itching or something, right? And and the doctor's like, all right, let's take a look. And basically, this grandma is like so so forgetful that she keeps putting on a new contact. The oh, old one slides to the back. Yeah. She puts on a new one. Old one slides to the back. And the doctor like pulled out like twenty like old contacts in the back of her eyeball, dude. I remember there were people when Whoa. I was in junior high or whatever who would have contacts who would just wear them for like months. Straight. And they would get like terrible eye conditions and like uh, all kinds of messed up stuff with their eyes. You gotta be careful with that. that so that, the, the eye surgery is the best thing I ever did. Basically, this eye thing that I'm dealing with is a disability, and this 
rope that I have is a cure to my. It's almost like a crutch. So it's rude to make fun of it. It looks like <laughs> a fun, it looks like a fun ducktail. <laughs> I feel like Brick Baby might grab it from behind. Damn. Someone could probably if I'm getting in a fight, this is someone's yeah. probably going to try to grab this and f- swing my head around. Or well, having shit. glasses in general is just basically like a death sentence for your that, fighting ability, right? That's true. Sure. One punch to the eye, and I'm probably yeah. blind. It's just over as soon as they get their hands on that. Um, okay, one topic I did want to get into uh, just before we even begin to talk about anything else besides glasses, apparently. <laughs> um, so basically, when I did the podcast with Sharp the other day, there was like a very brief segment in which I spoke about basically, like for some reason, I just took it upon myself to just be a little bit open and emotional and talked about the fact that I kind of missed T-Rail. And I, I talked about the fact that I didn't really like feel like anything happened between us that would prohibit us having a cool relationship, you know? And I was just kind of like thinking out loud about the fact that, you know, that when I look at what happened between he and I, there was really nothing, you know? There was like nothing significant that occurred between us that would preclude that kind of relationship. And for some reason, his response to this was to basically go on his stream and do like a half hour kind of like weird quasi attack on me where he basically made it made it clear that he wasn't cool with me for whatever reason or he had this sort of resentment against me. And, uh, you know, I felt like I had like a general idea of what was going to be in it just from seeing, you know, a couple of captions of the the clips from the Reddit or whatever. But I, I, I sat down yesterday and I watched the full 30-minute clip, which keep in mind the thumbnail has bullet holes in my face. So that's the kind of aggression that we're talking about here. And I actually opened up the notepad on my phone because I wanted to make sure that my response was coherent and that I was able to kind of catalog whatever uh, issues you might have had with me. And I didn't write anything down because in the full 30-minute clip, he didn't even come close to answering the question of like what happened between he and I that caused tension. The only thing that he talks about basically in the clip in terms of things between us was the money side of things. Now, I've made, I've made this pretty clear in terms of how I approach paying people or, or you know, having people uh, get paid through No Jumper, which is that you know, if you wanna get a raise, generally speaking, you're probably gonna have to talk to like Josh or I about that. Like we're not really just like chasing people down to be like, hey, we wanna give you more money. That's not really, <laughs> it's not really how it works, you know, in general. Yeah, and, any and corporation work. Anyone who's ever had a job <laughs> knows that generally speaking, maybe if you get a new title, that you, there will be a raise associated with that, you know? But for the most part, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Now, t is somebody that I consider generally pretty smart, but the fact that he doesn't seem to really have anything of substance to say about what apparently I did to him, the desire for like a victimhood narrative is so strong that, you know, you could have someone like him listen to me say some kind things I thought for a couple of minutes on the podcast and that his response would be and this says a lot about the incentives of making YouTube content and just how people know that if they are to say something critical or at least title it in such a way that it looks critical that there's going to be a ton of people tuning in and that that's very much what the audience wants to see but you know I guess that that was kind of a, a little bit of a learning experience for me is like oh I was 
kind of transparent and emotionally available for two minutes on the podcast, and instead I just get this dude making a half-hour video with bullet holes at the thumbnail talking about money. Because I dropped a comment pretty soon after it came out and I, on the YouTube video, and I think I said, it's hilarious to quit before asking for a raise or something like that. And he responded basically saying it wasn't about money. I, uh, I would have worked for free, yada, yada. Well, okay, if it's not about money, then what is it about? Because that video didn't answer that question at all. T-Rell uh, and I always had a cool relationship when his fucking store flooded. You know, who was the first people to donate money? It was me and Lena. Besides Tyga, I don't even know who else donated. I'm pretty sure the store still isn't open. You know, it's like, I may not have been as in his face as he would have expected or he would have liked or whatever, but the truth is, is that I put T-Rail on in a lot of ways. I don't, I don't even want to say me. No jumper put him on, put him in a position to win. Now, you, you might be able to say, like, look, AD brought him to the platform, whatever, for sure. But I shared the platform with him and allowed him to basically build something that now he has as like a real opportunity to take care of his family and make money and everything. And uh, still, after watching that clip, I just I don't feel like I have an answer on the question of why things went sour or why things are like that. Because if you actually watch, uh, <laughs> some fan <clears throat> took it upon himself to basically like put T-Rell's explanations for leaving side by side, like when it first happened and then the other day. And they're so fundamentally different because at first he wasn't really playing into this victim narrative as hard. Whereas now he's like really leaning into it, even though he's not telling you what happened between us because nothing happened uh, that would cause him to leave. The reality is, is he left because he has this sense of loyalty to the pers the people who brought him to the platform, which I respect that. That's cool. But you don't have to lie and act like there was some shit that happened between us or you were so disrespected. And also, this is another thing is like, why have I sat back for all of this time and just allowed everybody to lie about how much they were getting paid? That's one thing I've been thinking about is like, why did I just allow everybody to sort of run with these crazy narratives? I just want to make one thing clear. I have never had anyone in terms of on-air talent getting paid six figures a year and i see this constantly like as if this is like a real thing i'm not i'm not putting out names or anything and i'm not saying that i haven't paid people the the equivalent of six figures a year because there have been people on this platform that i've had sort of more like profit sharing uh, arrangements with and those people are going viral obviously i'm talking about sharp sharps made you know somewhat outlandish amounts of money at times on this channel but it's like there's there's people on one side of the fence who are exaggerating how much they're getting paid in order to look good, I guess, on camera. And I, I, you know, I don't even have an issue with that because this is hip hop or whatever. Fake it till you make it or not, not fake it, but like, you know, act like you're doing better than you really are. That's totally fine. Normally, I would think, you know, I just kind of accepted that. But the reality is, is that there's been a lot of people sort of making it sound like they got paid a lot more than they did. And then you also have somebody like T-Rell who's making it sound like he got paid a lot less than he did. Let's do some numbers. He said that he was going to pay $300 per piece of content. Now, you remember at one time he was doing the Wednesday show. He was doing like the news a couple times. And he was doing a couple of interviews per week, right? So if you take that and you take five times 300, you have $1,500 a week. Plus the fact that he was getting cut in 
on the brand deal or the uh, the advertisements that were on at the end of the day, which for us, we've always kind of given a very significant percentage of the ad reads to the hosts who are you know administrating it or whatever. I mean, I could maybe ask Josh if we really wanted to get down to it, but the reality is is that it was you know. T-Rail was like very easily earning like, you know, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, et cetera, per month as a result of doing content. Now, granted, he was doing a, a good amount of content. doing like five pieces of content per week is pretty significant. But, you know, that's without having to ask for a raise. That's without ever trying to have a conversation with us. So, you know, I felt like that was actually pretty appropriate given the fact that on a lot of the content that was being made in these situations, it's like we are not exactly – raking in cash and they know that because when you do a podcast live stream on no jumper and for some reason everybody wants to to paint this as if this is like mean for me to say or this is unappreciative of for me to say but the reality is is that all these guys who left they all are completely familiar with how much you get paid from live streaming and i you know i've had that conversation with different people there were some people on one of these guys podcasts who had to leave and those guys left because they were asking for money. And the reality was is that you just don't make that much money from doing live stream podcast type content on YouTube. And that's okay because for many years prior to right now, I was essentially taking a loss by supporting a whole bunch of different hosts on the channel because of the fact that I believed in it long term. And so, I don't know, like when I think about the fans at home or I think about the average person in media, if you were to get offered, you know, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, something like that, maybe up to like a hundred thousand dollars, realistically, especially and without even having to ask for a raise, if I were to offer that to somebody, I feel like every person watching this, as well as like the you know ninety percent of people working in media, would hear that number and be like, oh, I could get paid that much to be in the office like two days a week for like five or six hours per day. I don't really think that that's that offensive. But then when you come down to like, oh, $300 per appearance, that sounds bad. So that's what everybody's saying. Nobody's talking about the fact that this was like a person who was doing a lot of content on the channel at a certain point. Yes. And, and, and the thing about that is that it's like, this is kind of the overall thing that I was getting sick of towards the end of a lot of what was going on is the fact that people were so comfortable putting these bullshit narratives out there, in particular ones that made me look bad. And meanwhile, I'm just sitting back and just looking at it and seeing everybody. The reality is, is everybody's like, why didn't you put T-Rail on a contract? And keep in mind, I was letting him do whatever he wanted outside of No Jumper. I wasn't trying to have any kind of control over the fact that he was streaming on his own or whatever. A non-exclusive deal where you're getting paid that significant of an amount of money where you then get to go home and talk about whatever the fuck you talked about on No Jumper on your own shit, I'm not really buying the idea that this was not generous. Because I've already painted the picture about the fact that I was essentially taking a loss on a lot of the content. Uh, people choose to hear that and just read into it and be like, oh, that's offensive. That's mean. You didn't appreciate them. No, I'm being honest with you. And you know the fucking numbers because they're transparent. You guys are making the same amount. That that what I'm talking about, that seventy, eighty, a hundred thousand dollars, whatever it might have ended up being based on how much shit he was doing, they left, or T Rell specifically, he left that to go do their own podcast, split four ways. So, you know, if I had to guess, I would say that, you know, an average episode makes 
400, 500 bucks, 600 bucks. Maybe you're, you kill it that month or that week and you make a thousand bucks. So, you, you know, I'm not trying to say that like them doing their own independent thing is a bad idea or whatever, because if they wanted to do that, I support them. But you are talking about swapping out, maybe making $100,000 a year for maybe making like 200 bucks a week. Because now you're actually earning the amount that that content earns and splitting it up evenly. Whereas before, you had this fucking white guy benefactor who was just artificially amplifying the price for that kind of content because we enjoyed having it on the, con on the channel. And, you know, we were trying to make it work. And, you know, T-Rel is someone who, if he had came to me and said, hey, I want to get on a contract and I want to get paid X amount of dollars, I would have been 100% open to that conversation. Even right before he left the platform, I remember we were having a conversation on his channel where he was talking about Lush. And he said, he kind of said something about how he felt like he should have been getting paid more. And you, like, go listen to how I responded to it. I was 100% open to it because I realized that he was a valuable part of the operation. And I felt like you know, if he wanted to have that, uh, that conversation, if he wanted to get on a consistent contract, he would just ask me. And it's crazy because the other day, I don't even know that much about these guys, but I know that like MacWap is like one of their friends or whatever. And I just seen a clip of them talking about it. And they totally agreed with me. They were like, yeah, like if you wanted to get paid more, you should have asked them. And I'm like, why am, I, why am I watching your friends who don't even know me or I'm pretty sure they talk shit about me or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't pay that much attention. But why am I watching them totally get it? while I'm watching a 30-minute clip that you made with bullet holes in the thumbnail of you just, like, intentionally pretending like you made a good move. Like, like as if it was, it was a really brilliant, genius business move to quit before you saw how much money you could potentially get paid. You know? Uh, I don't know. I just feel kind of baffled by that whole thing. Um, maybe he just felt like his, uh, that opportunity wasn't there for him you know because I mean? like because he was there for, <clears throat> he's been here for like over a year before he ended up like leaving and he's done so much shit like you were saying maybe in his mind he was just like oh i'm not being taken seriously why wouldn't he ask mm. huh sorry i'm just throwing my car kid can we out. insert with this little break and just say that he said several times that he was doing it for the views if you want to come at him let's get the views up yeah, because we agree that some of the content was was fabricated <laughs> because the views had to be at what they. I mean, it has to be about the views at a certain point, right? Because you have a thirty minute video in which the 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 stated intent in the title is that it's going to be some sort of like bombshell accusation thing against me, or like him explaining what he has against me, or whatever. And then you actually watch it, and there's really nothing. There's no substance to it. And so that makes me actually kind of wonder, like, do you have confidence that you can get a viral clip from talking about anything besides me? Because it kind of feels like that's where this is going, is that T-Rail is just so aware of the fact that his clips don't go viral unless he talks about me, that even me talking about him in a very you know, kind way, in my opinion, on that Sharp interview where I did not say anything negative about him at all and really just kind of ruminated for a few minutes about the fact that I sort of regret the fact that we don't have a relationship anymore. 
that that, that, that was enough. Your employees, you never spoke right. bad to about them to us either. Let's put that on camera too. Nobody dirty mac the situation and yeah. said, "Oh, this dude is that 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 and that." Right. It's always been good things and. Like you said. And I haven't said anything bad about them on this channel, period. And even right now, I'm not exactly like dissing him. Yeah. I'm just speaking on my but he said fair that he was opinion. Grateful, it. And then he does, he contradicts himself and says that he's grateful for the opportunity also. Right. Okay. I'll go back to what you were saying. I just was. It's just, I didn't want to speak on it in the moment of like when it was happening and everything, because I'll be honest, my feelings were pretty hurt, which apparently like I got him and Heather and they're roasting me for acknowledging that I have feelings. And then in the same breath, basically saying that I'm this heartless monster that only cares about business or whatever, you know? And it's like, how, how do those two things exist at the same time? How are you saying that you're a boss, but you never thought to have a conversation about your pay? Because he don't even have to look far to see examples of how to move because ad wasn't shy about asking for money and ad he can't run with this kind of narrative because he fucking went on his stream a million times went on other po podcasts whatever and said i'm getting paid well from no jumper because he asked because he tried to get paid as much as he as he could and even there were times where we had conversations about money and we were like listen we can't pay you that much or we we have to do some different things or you have to get paid from we hungry like this we'll give you a percentage of the income versus just a flat fee etc cetera, etc cetera. we worked it out because you know it, it behooves us to do so and uh i don't know it's just it, it's really kind of shocking how compelling the victimhood narrative is for people that even when I'm a person who put him in a position to make a lot of money and to build a fan base and to build up his own platform at the same time, but somehow he's still a victim in this situation. Like he views himself as somebody who had something really bad done to them, even though he's not able to identify what that thing is. And so, I don't know, I, I think that might be the majority of what I wanted to say. But it's like I, I see so many people in the comments and everything who are starting to realize that there's just no legs to this argument, to this idea that Adam treated these guys badly. And like, I mean, even one other situation. This is like one of the only things that I actually thought about writing down when I was listening to his little 30-minute uh, clip about me or whatever. But the Duno thing. Because Duno is somebody who, you know, him, AD, whatever. Like, I, I feel like they've been like largely cool through this whole breakup or whatever it's not like they're just going super out of their way to talk shit or whatever so i don't want to make it about them and i still do have love for those guys and never expected us to be in a position where we had anything against each other or whatever but duno tells like a very very simplified version of a story involving him and i think the fact that i still don't consider it an easy decision at all but like the, that the narrative has been painted as if i just did something horrible that's something i want to speak on too so basically we had a situation where there was a YouTuber, and I guess I'll just say his name because everybody's going to know anyway, but American Cholo, Mexican dude, uh, I think he got locked up for a while or whatever, but he's, you know, he's got a street background and everything. Shout out to him. This is not an attempt to diss him or whatever, but basically, you know, you know, he- Welcome to No Jumper. Fuck all the nice shit. Go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> he was discussed on the channel at a certain point because uh, it, it was during the whole Tyga thing, and basically Duno had sent some shit about the Tyga Icarumba video where Duno said, uh, fuck all that. This video is cool. Like, y'all are just complaining, et cetera, et cetera. And so then American Cholo, who at the time we didn't even know about, he came out, he made a video basically saying that Duno was not representing his people right or whatever by by not 
pressing the issue about the iCarumba video, right? And so we spoke about it on the show. And then a few days later, he did an interview on the radio with Tyga. And then I think like the next day or a couple of days later, basically Flacco hits up the social media group chat. Keep in mind at this time, every single person in the social media group chat, I believe besides me, is of color, right? Actually, they're all black. So they start having a conversation about a clip that had come out that was basically American Cholo. And he was referring to Tariq Nasheed as a four-letter derogatory uh, racial slur that is spelled C-O-O-N that I'm not going to say. And um, everybody in the group chat was pretty upset about this and wanted to post it, thought that it was a fair thing to post. Now, I okayed it. I said, yeah, fucking seems, seems newsworthy to post for sure. Do it. And it went up. And it became more and more of an issue because American Cholo was claiming that it was taken out of context. Anybody who wants to like go Google this, you could probably go view it and you could decide if you think it's out of context. But the the result of it was that basically, I don't know if it was said directly to him or if it was just kind of through the grapevine, but Duno became aware of the fact that this might cause a problem for him. That him as a representative of No Jumper, that some people were so angry about this that they were trying to get on him to get it deleted. Now, think about what position this puts me in as a white business owner that owns a business that is oriented around hip-hop. I'm being told that because of essentially like a threat, I've got to remove this thing that my team feels like is an actual story. It's an actual interesting thing that needs to be discussed that they Considered offensive so or they whatever. Wanted you to remove the fact that Cholo called uh, some black people coons. Duno wanted me to remove it. Well, and yeah. American Cholo wanted me to remove it. The entire social well, media team, of course, it? didn't. Why did he say it publicly it? if he didn't want it to go viral? I mean, if, I like, mean, you would have to see the whole thing in context. But it was like, I don't. I, like, I, I still don't understand what American Cholo's actual argument was for like why this was out of context. Because he don't want to look racist, but you already said the shit. I mean, I'm not trying to open the kid of worms no, no, with no, him no, again, no, but, know, no, but no, no, that no, is no. how I, I would this take This is Brick yeah. Baby talking. I have nothing right. to do with Adam. I just was just, I'm trying to hear it out because I'm right here listening to you. And it's like, okay, you got a dude that's sick. And so if, a, if, if Adam goes on and calls a group of black people the C word, so he won't say it. Not I, but yeah. No, I'm just saying if you go on, that should be on every... Uh-huh. Every vlog, yeah. blog, whatever the fuck it is, and everybody would be reacting to it and doing whatever. So if we, if you post something here at No Jumper about the shit, I mean, you can't be mad at that because you said it on YouTube. That's what happens on Clip. And think about what I would have to tell the social media team in terms of why it was removed. Hey, I know you guys thought that this was newsworthy. I know that you guys thought that this was racist and that it should have attention called to it. But he threatened us, so now we have to remove it. I don't really consider that to be like a good enough reason to tell the social media team that we need to back down on something that they thought was actually important to be discussed. You yeah, know, that shit is like a slippery slope because if you take that down, then you got to take down everything. Every time somebody, any anytime down. you you report on anything about somebody tough or somebody with connections or somebody who could conceivably make some shit happen, it's got to get deleted. Yeah, because somebody threatened us, and I did end up taking it down, and I will explain the reason why. Which, and what changed my mind about it was the fact that he pulled up 
to the office, the old office, with like 30 people. And so that made me realize like, oh, we were reporting on this guy as if he was a a YouTuber, YouTuber. a content yeah. creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when I see something like that, I'm like, oh, okay, he's a he's a street dude or at least he wants to move like a street dude. You know, he wants to he doesn't want to talk about shit. He wants to, you know, do things publicly and it's not like anybody got beat up or whatever, but it's like it, you could kind of feel that that's where the energy was going is like, oh, this shit is going to mm-hmm. become this weird thing if we don't remove it and so at that point my policy became okay we're just if this guy is not gonna play by the rules of being a youtuber or a content creator we're just not gonna report on him we're not gonna speak on him whatever and we haven't spoken on him since and it seems like things are fine now so like i mean i don't think it was the end of the world especially because that clip had been up for like four days at that point and i feel like that's the most momentum you're gonna get if you know instagram is like everybody gonna see it no matter what story out anyway yeah, and I'll give four days. I will give American Cholo like the most benefit of the doubt possible, which is like he's like relatively new to content creation, right? And I do think that he felt like he was able to maybe say that shit about Tariq Nasheed without it being painted as him being like racist towards all black people. I I feel like I'll just give him the benefit of the doubt that I understand that that's what he was going for, even though. If you say something that can be that easily clipped and taken in a different context, I mean, it is what it is. But, I mean, it's just like that's another example of a really tough decision as a business owner who's concerned with actually doing the right thing about what information that we put out there that was then easily reappropriated to just make me look as if I was this heartless fucking person. When in reality, that Instagram post never made us any money. It's not like, you know, that's just not how it works on Instagram. You don't just like have a viral post and then it just makes you a bunch of money. That's not how it works. But uh, that's what you would think from seeing people talk about it as if I was just not concerned with the safety of the team at all. It's like I am concerned with the safety of the team. I'm also concerned with doing the right thing in terms of our journalistic practices. And that was one of the more difficult situations I've had to deal with since all this shit, you know, since we've been doing this. Yeah. Yeah, that that's tough coming from like like your perspective. Me coming from the same place as he came from probably would have been handled differently. But at the same time, like you know what I'm saying, you don't want you running a business like that, you don't need people pulling up and doing all the extras over a fucking clip. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like you said, you gotta watch what you say, period. Like you're on YouTube, you're on a public platform. It screen record, whatever, it goes out. So either way it goes, you know what I'm saying? Like either way it goes, when you speak racial slurs, and that's why I try to step back, and it's like we all know at the end of the day, well, the blacks in L.A., we know why American Cholo feels the way that he feels. And we're trying to put an end to the black and black and brown stuff, but it's like little knacking stuff like that. Like, hey, let's 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 be honest. We were all slaves. You get what I'm saying? Like, like the brown and the black. We all got worked out of our position here. We all been through the same type of struggle. I don't see where it becomes more superior to be Mexican or it becomes more superior to be black comes into play when we're both at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to the social hierarchy of America. So it's just like we could keep on going at it just like black on black crime. It makes no sense. But I still... I don't know where this goes back to, to where blacks and Mexicans have to beef with each other in order to exist or say anything, because we all come from the same bullshit. No matter what part of the border it was from, we all come from the same struggle. 
Right. And I mean, the only reason why that became a thing was just because of the fact that, you know, like it eventually just caused enough fucking, you know, weird shit that like, and that's, that's just what I, what I resent about the whole thing is that that whole situation, so many people involved in it basically made it out as if I had this super simple decision in place that I had to make, protect Duno, delete the post. My whole fucking team would have looked at me crazy if I, if I just did it off of nothing, you know? And I ended yeah. up having to do it anyway because it just was becoming too intense of a situation. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that, that in general, it's like that to me is just such a clear-cut example of how we have to move in the future and the fact that we just need to be super fucking transparent because I look at you, Brick Baby, I think you're super talented as a, as a content creator. You know, I was just telling you that part of the reason why I could tell that I think you really have a future in this shit is that every day lately when I've seen the Cam Capone clips coming up in my YouTube subscriptions, yeah. I'm clicking it because you, you got a real perspective. You got real shit to talk about. And one thing that I always said to them was we got content and then we got our friendship, our relationship. Yeah. Let's not let the two become confused or whatever. You know, uh, like even if even if the content shit don't work out, me and AD and, and T Rail had this conversation many times. Let's let's just keep the friendship cool and let's keep the relationship cool regardless of what's gonna happen content wise. I don't know how everybody forgot about that so easily yeah. because at one point I was getting very, very enthusiastic responses about that. I even remember after the house phone thing happened, there was like an off uh, a offhand comment that I made in the group chat at the time. Where I said, you know, all this shit is making me feel like I don't even want to do this shit anymore. And when I say do that shit anymore, I mean like have hosts on the channel. I don't know if people like comprehend this, but No Jumper is a viable business outside of podcasting and outside of doing interviews. Yeah. When I say that, what I mean is that our social media, from the Snapchat to the Facebook to the fact that we still make a good amount of money on YouTube in the long run, even if we don't post anything to the fucking Instagram posts to the... There's just a lot. There's a lot of different things that we're doing. And I could very easily, and it, it seemed tempting to me at various points over the last couple of months, I could very easily be like, you know what? We're just going to chill. I'm not going to make any podcast type content, or maybe we'll pivot to some other kind of content that'll, that we'll be able to do something with. But when I said that in the group chat after that house phone shit went down, what, what happened? I get, Everybody's I get phone calls from AD&T crazy. Rail saying, listen, we got love for you. I don't want to see you stop it, but if you do stop doing this content, I'll still fuck with you. I'll still, you know, we're still cool. We're still friends, et cetera, which really meant a lot to me and, like, you know, helped make me want to keep going, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know what happened to that. Like, that, like what, what, what does happen to that? Like, what, why? Because, again, like, I did a two-minute conversation with Sharp where I got a little bit emotional or not, not even emotional, but I got real open about the fact that I felt like I missed T-Rail. And then I get a half hour fucking clip with bullet holes in the so, thumbnail yeah, in so which he doesn't make any kind of case about why things changed between us besides the money. You really don't like them bullets. I mean, think <laughs> about what the bullets are saying. Yeah, think about what yeah, is being yeah. implied by that. Yeah, he's what, been in L.A. too long. That, yeah. that means something. And I don't think that he's planning on shooting up my yeah, crib nah. or anything like that. that. That did not enter my mind. It's just the POV. It's, it's just like, it's like wow. It's showing the perspective, like you're yeah. talking from, yeah, 
like like metaphorically, you yeah. feel like you just yeah. sprayed me up, even yeah. though I, again, I watched the whole video. You didn't make a point. You I didn't feel like it I was on you this. to make sense. I can't say this, and I've never said it because we. I don't think I've sat down and discussed the breakup. And I was trying to not talk said. about it. That was kind of my whole yeah. thing with this yeah. shit. Is I was like, yeah. I'm gonna just leave it alone because so, I don't like the idea of somebody no, working for I'm me not, and then I'm moving not, on, and I, you know, go in on them or anything. Like, That's yeah. why even right now, I'm not saying anything disrespectful. It was lush. The, okay, so let let me let me just go ahead and because I'm looking from a from AD's point of view is like this, and I'm, this is your point of view too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm having a heart to heart. Shit's not going right around here. I'm the business owner. I own the whole corporation, the whole no jumper. Shit's not going right. I happen to talk to Lush. Me and Lush got a relationship, and this is Adam. I tell us like, damn, I might be planning to do this, that, and the other, but I haven't yet hollered at AD in them. Okay, but I actually didn't tell Lush until I had already had the conversation with AD. So oh, yeah? that's one thing that like a lot of people seem to get wrong is that they think that I was telling Lush all this shit about. And that's AD. what it looks like. Exactly, because that's what fucking AD said for whatever reason. But the reality of the situation is that it was a Friday when I talked to AD. I called him on the phone and said. I want to. I'm going to move you off the Tuesday show. I got this guy Cord. I'm trying to have him be part of the podcast. Yada yada. And then Saturday, I was texting Lush and I told Lush. So the idea that I was like talking behind his back is kind of crazy. I was just telling the other co-host on the podcast that I had made this decision. And also, I've heard people say AD fire or Adam fired AD. That is not true either. Like AD at that time was doing. He was getting paid a salary and he was doing. He would have continued to do the Wednesday show, be on the news a couple of times a week, and we were trying to go daily with the uh, We Hungry shit. Or yeah. not daily, but weekly. So it's like yeah. you already have literally like four appearances on the channel every single week. And I was – or but it, it was five. I removed one, and that was basically construed as such an offense – and and you know a lot of people bought into this bullshit narrative too, so I got to give it to them yeah, because apparently see, it was pretty I was convincing. Clear. I was like, the air haven't been cleared about that because it's just like, all right, even if you did though, you had and Lesh goes to a Discord and gets mm. to talking you guys' business before it's public. But just say that you didn't talk to him. Ad's feeling. Well, now that I know the other perspective, it's like fuck. I can't even finish my story. But, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like okay, Lesh. If somebody vents to you and they haven't, and you go on a platform that you know that controversy sells, you know if you say anything controversial about what's going on after the house phone incident, mm-hmm. you know anything you say about internal problems that No Jumper is going to get ripped. It doesn't matter if it's 10 people inside the Discord, whatever. You get what I'm saying? No, so facts. now you're talking business that hasn't been you didn't make it public yet mm-hmm. so now when they're coming for ad it puts him into an ego it i completely ego. agree with that yeah where you know ad is someone who he has like a strong self yeah. uh, uh, self-image or like a yeah. strong sense of his own self-worth and so i do think that in that moment him finding out additional details about shit from a random person in the discord because lush is a fucking leaky water faucet i think that that was offensive to him but i think also you zoom out it's been like a month or whatever you could kind of look at it and be like you know was that really like that big a deal that like and and, and can you really put that on adam 
that Adam had a conversation yeah, with no, one of the other no, co-hosts about, about it. Like, how else was Lush supposed to find yeah, out? Like, I told Lush because of the fact that he was going to know. He was going to show up on Tuesday and what, AD's just not going to be there? I told him three days in advance. I mean, that's just fucking common sense. And that was painted as if I was talking shit behind his back. And now I'm kind of on my heels because I got to defend against the that. The timestamps. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline add yeah. up to where you're not trying to choose sides because I'm here at no jumper but if uh, if you conversed with AD before you conversed with right then there's no harm no foul the only thing is less and, and, and then did you say you were firing never AD? that's what I'm saying because like, when at I at the like, end of the day that's not even I don't even think that's worth beefing over or, or a motherfucker leaving so it's, it's like extra People in people's ears. And y'all yeah, just heard it from the horse's mouth. He did not fire AD, which means I did not replace AD. So <laughs> well, on this particular show, that was kind of the plan. Yeah, but although still, they're always going to look at him as the AD replacement. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Why they don't go? Oh, for sure. My DMs is going crazy. Okay, right now. they calling your mama a bitch too. Man, Wait, really? They be on you like that? They, yeah. <laughs> I was a HICK lover. <laughs> That's crazy because <laughs> oh hick <laughs> bro you can say hick I don't know shit I'm not trying to get into no bullshit. you can say cracker you can say all that shit it's fine oh we we can say whatever but you can't say the shit for the most part although I wouldn't no I know it, yeah. it's not a cool word to say just because of the fucking no but you pain you can't it. diss Jewish people what is yeah. that word though doesn't that reference like uh like trailer park white people yeah okay. he, I think he's mistaken he thinks yeah. it's like a slur when it's I don't think anyone really thinks hick is that yeah, bad, like right? Oh, okay, hick. I was scared to repeat it, yeah, but uh, I, yeah. feel, I feel like on Twitch you probably can't say that. They'll get you out of hick? there. Hick? Dude, hick is all you good. Can't, you can't even yeah. say cracker. You can't say cracker, but cracker is like specifically racialized. Yeah, cracker okay. is like... Hick uh, isn't? You, you could have a black hick for sure, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. They're out there. Yeah, hillbilly. Anyway, I don't even know if it's worth like talking about this. We already fucking talked no. about it for like 40 minutes or some shit, but it, I'm not going to lie, it did feel good to just like sort of open it up there a little bit because my, my attitude has always been that if somebody works for me, if somebody's part of the team and they do right by me for the time that we're working together, that I'm never going to come out and, and have something negative to say about them afterwards. For the most part, I'm just not even going to talk about it or I'm going to say positive things. And it's just kind of crazy for me to say something positive about T-Rail on the channel and then get met with like 30 minutes of just verbal diarrhea that has no fucking meaning about why he apparently resents me. So again, like my challenge to him is just like get views without talking about me. I think that that's really what like everybody, even in his fan base, I'm not, I, obviously back on figures doing well. He's got a consistent thing going and shit, but like in terms of viral stuff, in terms of you having a spike on the channel, Feels like it's damn near all associated with just talking about no jumper. Well, so that, that that's the challenge week. I'm putting out there. It goes another week worth of content, two weeks. Do you yeah. think that yeah. do you think the end yeah. all to the situation would be like yeah. a debate? 
you know, maybe like you guys sit down together. On I mean, based on what I saw him say in that clip, I don't know what the debate would be about. It doesn't seem like there's much of a it debate. It would probably have to, to end in like a, you know, d- agree to disagree type Bro, thing. The entire but. debate would just be him arguing that it was a good idea for him to not ask for a raise. Who would be a good mediator? Because that's the only way you could really go to, nah. Mm. Joe Biden. Nah, that's my boy. Hold on, hold on. Let's clear the yeah, air. Yeah, because then a lot of hold people on, think that on. like you being here Just is a diss I'm against him. Yeah. From, that's my boy. I done been in Europe, Italy. I done been all across the world with, with, with Trill. I didn't know that. We, him, Rat Nitty, Crip Flicks, all of them, like... That Hoover shit is for right there on Figueroa and Slauson. We'd have been where we had to just be together in order to just be safe. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, we all are, are gang members, so we all in that mode when we overseas. And, like, certain people that we with, they're not. And it's slime balls everywhere. So it's like we come together. And we've been with my relationship with Chris Brown and all that shit, I've been around them. They're, they're my people. So you, you get what I'm saying? And I know Trail and Rat Nitty and them from back in the day, county jails and just shit. I used to be on 45th in 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 uh, Fig, and they right up the street. I used to be in the 40s a lot when I was a kid. So you know what I'm saying? Just crossing paths, and we ain't never. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's like shit. We don't got nothing to, you know what I'm saying? So just for the record, like all that narrative that y'all throwing out there about me and Trey, that's out. That's my boy. What him and Adam got going on is what they got going on. I'm speaking from my perspective I'm because I can speak on it. Say that because that was the narrative. Everybody got these boring ass gang narratives where they're like, "Oh, he's from here. He must hate everyone from over yeah. there." And it's like, bro. Fools are grown men. Grown men, not thinking about that. Well, shit. I'm, I'm glad you're but, saying that as well because I'm definitely gonna have that, you know, conversation. I'm, I'm not a gang member, but people are gonna be like, "Oh, how could you sit here?" While yeah, you this being here was not had. intentional for and, the record. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect this conversation to be had when I was coming here, but also it's like, uh, like you're saying, it's like a disagreement that's going on between two people that I know, and it's like. I like there's not a particular you know it's like it's something that has to be settled amongst the two people who are having the disagreement yeah, me inserting myself that into we've it we've been in talks about this shit before any of this shit happened for sure yeah I mean I've, <laughs> I've, I've been knowing Brick Baby for well I guess when did we actually meet in person was it the did, was it the interview or we had it ran was, into each other we before ran that into each other before yeah. right before I went to jail I want to say that I when you first started yeah. The when you went from on some shit to you was kind of like a, a boogeyman in my mind for a while because I was just like I would hear a lot about him and I, I wouldn't like really see him. Yeah. So you known him since Melrose days. Yeah. Well, okay. through it's, Dub it's and like dub. Uh, I feel like it might have been at the fucking. I'm trying to put a, a date to it. It might have been at the interview, but I I don't think so. I really yeah. no. I ran I, into you before before that for sure. Yeah, yeah. For on sure. Melrose, but it had to always, be. but we always talked to each other, and yeah. then we always had like the mutual Zan lady. <laughs> but <laughs> but that, that's the weird thing about me and him though is that like like people people there's always kind of like a, a narrative of like me and AD were such good friends, and it's like I actually can remember I met AD at a video shoot. And then I interviewed him, and then I seen him at Rolling Loud. And I'm pretty sure Rolling Loud 2019. So you're talking like 2018, 2019, I seen him three times. So that, that was our friendship before we got on camera. You know, and I'm not, I'm not saying that obviously we developed more of a relationship 
on camera and everything like that. Yeah. But people be talking about it like we were fucking best friends fucking way back in the day before we were doing like content. I, it's like, I, I've i been talked to you more times than I talked I was, to him I before was D, this shit. We were shit. DMing from jail. You knew the day I went to <laughs> jail. Like, like, it's my boy. He caught yeah, a case yeah, with yeah. my fucking, one of my closest friends, Dub. Dub, for sure. And I'm not saying nothing, like, I'm not saying all that to it's say just, nothing. I'm just no, saying. No, it's just that we're locked in through some other shit. This shit don't have nothing to do with the narrative that's being thrown out there with all that shit. And yeah. that that's the thing about somebody like you is that, or court or whatever, is that, like, I feel like I see how shit can play out with the host now if I'm not extremely explicit about what we're doing, you know? And that goes for for other things. I've seen conversations about people saying, oh, so-and-so should have got a percentage of No Jumper mm. from the very beginning. And it's like, okay, I don't think that I ever had to like really say that, but that's not how it works. This is how it works. You get paid or you get equity in lieu of payment. Yeah. My attitude has always been if somebody's going to be on the channel, I'm just going to pay them because I don't want to fucking give them a percentage of No Jumper or whatever. I don't even know how that would possibly work. Yeah. But- that's how I always approach it. You you yeah. get paid. And so like with somebody like you, it's like, I want to build you up on this channel and, and continue to do more and more. And like I feel like you're gonna have a lot of the opportunities that might have gone to some of those other guys beforehand. But you know, we gotta just be real, real transparent and clear about everything. For sure. When it comes to conversations about money, you can't act like it's the, the biggest deal in the world to just have at a conversation all. with me. Just holler at me. At like all. this is exactly the same as For if sure. me and you were selling drugs on the block. If if you feel like you need a better percentage, just <laughs> fucking ask me. If I'm the, if I'm the plug in this metaphor and you feel like you need a better percentage on whatever it is that you're selling, just let me know. I wonder if that's how it works. Yeah, i I feel like uh I, I don't know if in, that's in how it works, so we could probably ask him. No, he might I have mean, some life I experience. Mean, listen, so it does work like that because <laughs> at a certain like point, this. you just cut out the All dude. Right, just say like you go into the plug and you just say a brick costs twenty two thousand, right? Okay, just talking. Mm -hmm. So say a brick is twenty two racks. So you you go into the plug. Now you buying five bricks, but they still twenty two thousand. You like, hey man, my boy down the street say you got a nineteen five number for me. And you don't get your act together. I'm about to be taking this hundred thousand down the street. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like, hey, you could comply with it. And most of the time, if their number could be that, and this dude has a lot of this shit too. Yeah, they're working off the same mm. system. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, it's and if like, you're buying in bulk, you deserve the discount. Yeah. So it's like sure. <laughs> you go like, hey, I'm doing numbers now. You gotta, you gotta drop that number, or I gotta get on. Mm -hmm. And usually it goes in the trapper's favor. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. might not be like, oh, I can can't do nineteen five. I could do like twenty five and then twenty point five. Like, yeah. You know I never saying? got it's to like, have that conversation. <laughs> I never so, got to yeah, divvy yeah, up the value yeah, of the brick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's motherfuckers left before they figured out what they were worth to me. It's kinda interesting. I have that on a lower scale with like my weed guy. You know, if I buy an eighth, I get one price. If I buy an ounce or two ounces, he's like, yeah, hey, I got you 20 sure. bucks off. I'm like, cool, sure. perfect. Twenty dollars sure. off? That's cool. Or yeah. maybe thirty. I don't know. You don't know his price. He <laughs> no. might be getting a low number off the rip. Exactly. It's not fitting on, bro. That's the other thing. Is, yeah, I'm already kind of, I feel like, getting a good price in the beginning. 
Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> while we're at it, I just want to say the MLB is finally back in full swing, and MyBookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all of your betting needs. With a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures, MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of brand new MyBookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign Sign up today at MyBookie and use promo code NOJUMPER, one word, to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200 and play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code NOJUMPER to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now and get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. With my bookie. I seen uh, Josh is already uh, participating in this. I seen Josh. Oh my God. I seen something I never seen before. I seen Josh post his bets and included the MyBookie screenshot on his Instagram story. And then I saw people on the internet tearing him apart for his choices. Why? Because it, it was a bad for, team? Oh, I went 0 for 3. I didn't pick any winner. Because <laughs> oh he, he's such a Boston all, supporter, right? <laughs> yes. I went. You can't uh, bet with your Boston bias. I went against LA teams. I just, but I did want to tell the people uh, about the no jumper promo code when they signed up in my bookie. So, hey, every every little bit helps. Who knows? Josh has got a lot of stands out there. So, was that the 300 that you? Yeah, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried it before. Do you have to be so invested into the teams because of like, um, if a if a player like does better during another game, it upgrades or it, like it goes into the stats of the my bookie shit, and then you could switch your team. And you have to be so invested, and like this is like for some diehard, uh, you know, sports fanatics for sure. You want to know what I did this weekend? That I don't know if this is gonna mean anything to anyone here. I might have to rely on Josh to communicate with me about this. Has anyone here ever heard of John Mayer? Yes, yeah. his it, wife. I've heard of the crazy one. He has a wife. That's Johnny Depp. No, no, no. <laughs> no, she, no. Isn't John Mayer with the ultra woke lady that? Uh, I don't think he's ever been married. Everything okay, no, goes I'm, back to wokeness. With <laughs> I'm, think, I'm thinking about someone else then. Okay. So some of you have heard of John Mayer. Brick Baby, was that a no? No. Okay. Singer, right? Your Body yeah. is a Wonderland? No. <laughs> Pause. But no, that's one of his songs. Yeah, I know. Very popular song. Say, okay. Uh, uh, have, has anyone here ever heard of Inglewood? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The place, yes. Me and my girl hopped in the car, drove our asses down on Friday night to Inglewood, parked our asses in the premium premier parking section, and we watched John Mayer serenade that crowd right in the heart of Inglewood. Wow. And I, it occurred to me, I was like, this is weird. I never thought that I would be doing this. I never thought that I would be in Inglewood experiencing it. Oh, yeah, so far? Yeah. And yeah. like you said, he's that's, a... That's like the luxury in Inglewood. Well, I, I assume, yeah. I didn't really see anything that looked too treacherous. Yeah. And I've been to Inglewood mad times. I was in fucking yeah. the, the back, in, in Slim well, 400's backyard, it was homie's backyard Inglewood just talking is, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Well, Inglewood is like a tricky part of the area because it doesn't look like what it is. Mm. Inglewood is very clean and they got big houses and shit, but it's a lot of gangsters living in Inglewood. And, oh, that, I believe and it, I'm yeah. from the other side. I'm supposed to say some other shit. Oh, okay. It's, I forgot about that. Of, yeah. it's, it's a lot of motherfuckers out there that'll get you right. Much respect. No hate to anyone in there. Yeah, John Mayer put on an amazing period. performance period. in your in your city. Uh, but man, like this dude, John Mayer, who I've never gone out of my way to listen to him, but I did realize through watching him perform that 
my girl plays them around me all the time, and I just don't even notice because mm. it's one of those brainwashing things. You know, <laughs> it's just washing. that like he's very, he's unbelievably talented, and he's like a great songwriter. But it's just not really for me. So it's meant I, for girls, probably right? Like, but bro, you would not. I, I think the audience probably was like half and half, from what I could tell. I would say that maybe I saw like two and a half black people uh, there. It was the whitest audience you have ever seen. It's probably a lot of couples though, just like you. Oh were, yeah. you went with Leonard, right? Arms around, just yeah. rocking back and forth. <laughs> like I'm talking forty-five-year-old white dudes just singing their hearts out. Oh my out. god! Your body is a wonderland. Like getting so into it, and I'm just sitting there as a person who has no real emotional attachment to this music, just looking at everybody like, damn, like that, like it really. This shit's fucking you up. That's crazy but uh and then but this is the thing so normally when he goes on tour he he performs with a whole big band and everything it was just him there was never anybody else on stage besides him he's sitting down playing fucking acoustic guitar plugged in whatever and he's got this whole place on locked 17 i looked it up seventeen thousand people jesus christ locked into every fucking word this dude was singing. He goes and he hops on the piano. They're swapping out all kinds of different guitars. They got zoomed in close-up shots of his fingers. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's not really my cup of tea, but... Yeah. You said he's single, right? I was impressed. Yeah. I don't know if he's single, yeah, but... What? I'm just wondering... No, okay, I'm not asking because of that. I'm just wondering, What's like... You want him be- to cuck you? No, no, no. Because no. re- uh, I, uh, I think it was like on Valentine's Day, Riley and I went to some event where there was like this lady singer, right? And she was like on stage singing... And I'm just like, she's the only person on stage, and we're there. My only first time watching some show like this, I'm like, I'm watching the performance, right? I'm like watching her sing. A a couple times, she's like making eye contact with me while singing. And I'm just like looking away. I'm like, okay, it's kind of awkward. And I'm just thinking like, what are you going to do if John Mayer makes eye contact with Lena? And he's like, I need a guest on stage. Come on here. You. Beautiful we had, lady, like we had decent tickets. What like, are you gonna do at that? So, point? He was not really in like eye contact making mm. uh, zone with with people or anything like that. Although he was like, it, it was quite personal. There was people holding up signs and shit with like weird inside jokes that I don't get about John Mayer's music, and he's like pointing at them and saying like, I don't like that sign. And the cameraman <laughs> fucking films the sign and shit. I was pretty like the performance, the the way it was all put together. And he actually said something. He said he's, he was like thanking the crew, and he said. People think that this is easy because it's so simple, but the fact that it's so simple is actually what makes it really, really hard, which I can imagine. Like, they really have to be super on point because if he does anything, like, if he fucks up anything, it's just going to be fully magnified. Whereas, like, normally yeah. if a person's playing guitar or whatever, they could drop the pick, they could fucking break a string, whatever. Like, he's kind of just in the moment. It's like life or death. Bro, you have to, like, if you miss a chord, you just have to keep playing and act and hope no one uh, notices it, you know, type shit. They'll just... notice. You just gotta not care. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes people will notice, though, if you, like, are confident as fuck and you're Somebody still... Somebody always gotta... notice in a crowd of No, for sure. Yeah, when you play it live and you're the artist and you're playing, yeah. Bro. And if they got a huge yeah. mega jumbo screen yeah, zoomed right. in, showing your hand, doing oh my god! I mean, just you don't play the guitar. Do you? I do not. No. Okay, but when I do, I play it like Yingy Mouse Strine or whatever. What's that dude's name? I can't. <laughs> Yo, I forgot the. I'm more like a stroker. Whoa! <laughs> you play guitar? When I when I play, I act like I'm like an old country. <laughs> but have you ever actually like tried to learn? Nah. I would love to see that. That would be amazing. We should we should take classes. Mm. Play a banjo. That's not the worst idea. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. 
Yeah, we should. Well, you know how to play guitar? Yeah. He's in dying fetus. Of course he knows. You just have all these like hidden talents, I feel like, Court, because you're yeah. like so quiet to yourself with the shades bisexuality. on. Bisexuality. That, <laughs> bisexuality, that's guitar skills. I buy sex, yeah. You are? He's definitely. Nah, I'm saying I buy sex. Nah, you buy sexuality. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you got to be careful you say that. with assholes. I don't think that it matters. If you have an infatuation you told with me my that, infatuation. But... So that's what I'm saying. So oh my does God. it matter if it's a male or a female? I don't think so. Oh, it matters. It matters, yeah. You ever smelled the nigga butt? <laughs> <laughs> Have you? No, but I don't yeah, want I'm to. Just saying, I've been in a locker room. I was going to say, we've all been in a locker room. We've yeah. smelled someone else's butt before. Would you rather smell your ass? I smelled my ass. But all right, so would you rather smell your ass or Adam's girl's ass? What? Uh, <laughs> you can answer honestly because there's one answer is gay and the other one is... Not gay, and I'll I'll just well, I'll leave that door my, open for you. Smelling my ass is not gay. And how are you gonna, smelling your own ass, ass? How are you going to accomplish that's that? Gay, yeah. If you smell my girl's ass, that's kind of disloyal. But it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> although in this hypothetical, I would understand. I'm you know? definitely scared of pink eyes, so I'm not just <laughs> digging noses. Like, Lena, clean oh, your booty. Sometimes you I, gotta whiff your like boxers to be like, whoa, what the yeah, fuck? You What's that smell? smell? That shit's you, crazy. You think, yeah, like, Yo, you a wild bro, nigga. You're you bro, never. So you, ne- you don't smell your ass. No, I don't got to. Like before you get in the shower. <laughs> if I'm getting in the shower, why I need to know what it smell like? Because I need to know, like nigga, I'm getting some pussy. I need to know, like damn, was my oh, ass you just have smelling sex. like that shit? I oh, smell you the toilet sex. paper sometimes. You smell the toilet paper? Like, Whoa, it's, like, that's it's been a long crazy. time. But when I was younger, it was more like I was. Is it like white? No, like, I've evolved from not even looking at the Adam, toilet paper anymore. Adam, you is it look? white? No, no, it's brown. Adam, <laughs> no, it, no, you know what I'm saying? We, at the at the end. Oh, at the what end. What I was saying is, right, which way do you wipe? You just with my Oh, yeah, face. I do it from the front. I don't know if that's controversial or not. That is controversial. Get the fuck what out the of here. Fuck? That's you, just how I'm living. I, I, listen, so I will you, argue this so till the end of the earth. From time to time. You got chocolate. You got chocolate frosted balls for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> and for and sure. this podcast is not about explicit humor or jokes oh, by any no, means. Not, no, but this not. is what I'll do: a typical wiping. I feel like I just get like a way better scoop. You can't. And, no. uh, there's a lot of different styles of wiping your ass. Yeah, there's the is. scoop. There is. And there's the blot. And when I say the blot, I mean like picture this is your asshole. You go. <sighs> no, bro. You you it's like you, 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 you want to get a. Get a print. You have to like a bl- fingerprint. If it's too wet, you have to black one time My before you get to. You see, this is the issue of a person who like <laughs> sits down when, when they pee a lot. It's like you're just used to doing this underhanded thing, which is I've been doing it my whole life, and I tried to do it from the back, and it just doesn't really feel right whoa, to me. Whoa! Even hey. what the fuck? And I've done. I've also hey. I've experimented with both. I've done the under the the frontward scoop and the backward slide. So, put them both crazy. together, and bro, if you got a fucking damaged asshole like mine that has had many hemorrhoids over the years, Jesus. you will discover different crevices and different pockets of poop. In the- Josh, are you are you about to back me up? Or are you about to? I'm hundred percent gonna back you up. Cra- yes, back to front. You are going to get more of everything. You're doing it yeah. blind. You yeah. guys wipe the same way as well. Yeah. That's my crow. <laughs> That's That's I've been doing this my whole life too. This hey, is not yo, something that now was listen, now learning. listen, yo, what the now fuck? listen. I was crazy story. I was in jail with an Islander dude from like the, the Island Boys. No, yeah, Fly Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You tapped in with everybody. That's <laughs> wrong. So, so no. What they do is like, <laughs> Phili- like in the Philippines. Don't get me wrong. Don't have me quoting something. I'm not being racist, but 
I ran into two of them, mm-hmm. right? They squat. First of all, they sit on the toilet. Even in jail, they like squat over the toilet. You poop better you got right now. Oh, some Louis. Some Louis. Oh, you had some Osiris D3s like, or something. I got plenty of Osiris D3s. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, We're going to go to the skate park one day. Yeah. So, no, they get water. They don't wipe at all. They get uh, the milk carton. I don't know what they use at home, but they had the milk carton, and it was two separate people, like three months I'm apart so from each other. And they just. I've heard of, I've I've heard of this before. Like a bidet, it, but use your yeah. hand. You basically use your hand to clean. Yeah, but it's yeah. I forgot what culture it was, but I was watching this YouTube video where this but guy I'm goes like, can around. You get like you know like can you get the? You could probably do way better without a napkin, just your finger. One of them honestly. was kicking. One of them was kicking off of so it had to be slimy, wet. You you quit drugs before, haven't you? You went through that I've diarrhea. had diarrhea for a good chunk of my life, yeah. Oh my god. Drugs or not. So just imagine. It might just be easier imagine. to wipe diarrhea than a solid turd, to be honest. All I need but is no, carbs and what gluten. What I'm saying is it, I'm shitting. You can't get all of that because it goes everywhere. But so you're saying that they get a milk car and fill it with water and, and, and like just like use the water to down. Oh, they like, pour it. Yeah. Let me ask y'all a question. Here, here we go. If a girl takes a shit, so you got a girl over your crib, and it's not your girl, it's a, a jump off, if you will. It's a girl you haven't spent a ton of time with, and she takes a shit in the bathroom. Is she allowed to wash her hands and just hop into the bed? Yeah, yeah. Cameron would disagree. There's an old Cameron skit in which he basically like kicks a girl out of his crib because she takes a shit and then hops in his bed right after, and he considered that disgusting. And I remember listening to this. I was pretty young. I was probably like 24 or something, 25, when the skit came out. And I've tried to find this skit mad times. I, yeah. I don't know where the fuck it is. Somebody link me in the comments or tell me what to search. But... He felt like a girl taking a, a shit was just reason enough that she couldn't come back to his bed, which see, to me is kind of astonishing. Cameron's spoiled with women. You know what I mean? That's like the same thing as like you ask like a rich kid, you want Perrier or normal water? A lot of people are going to be like, I'm cool with the normal water. You know what I mean? The rich kid's going to be like, Perrier for me, please. You know what I mean? Like I do no, no other thing. I feel like Cameron's in the same shoes where he's just like, his options are so wide and vast that he's like, uh, he's able to be particular with things. Yeah, when you're a rich rapper, you get to have all kinds but of it, it, preferences. It, it yeah, depends exactly. on what he's saying. Did she hop in trying to get hit, or did he hit already? Like, if you already fucked and she goes to take a shit and hop back in the bed, it's cool. Care. He was so, looking to lick like, the booty, now, potentially. If you, now, if you know we about to get cracking, and you take a shit and bring your shitty ass back over here, you should have hopped in that water bring for it. like two seconds real quick. It got it together, then hop back in the But bed. my thing is that 95% of the time that I have sex, I'm not interacting with the girl's booty hole in any way at But all. what if it slides on your, your... The fact that you know she just shitted and you're... I'm not really worried about that. That's I, the I thing, trust though. her to wipe her own butt. But if you're hitting the doggy style position, it's gonna be cool. right there. Cool. The smell, that's the not, sight. She should have an insecurity. Like, what if she left a fucking chip and she slides on a the fucking chip? Yeah. A chip. What if she a, a corn a kennel chip? Yeah. <laughs> and she fucking slides on your fucking blanket or something. Right, dad, so, homies, you gotta go home. You leave a shit mark in my on place. your you blanket. On. If I don't I know her, if I don't have any kind of like emotional connection with her, and she leaves a big shit stain in my bed, it's I, over. I feel like all the positive things I was thinking about her up to that it's point are kind of out the window. I had now, my, my girl can shit the bed. It's all good. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, cool. I'll I love wipe you. her ass. I love you, bitch. Yeah, I'll wipe her ass. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I'll wipe her ass. Yeah. I had a bitch uh, that was staying with me and my bitch. We were doing the third girlfriend thing for Ooh. the... This is before I went to jail. and uh, 
my girl hated her. At the end of the day, she was so like fucking <laughs> sloppy, and she bought some shitty ass draws in the fucking room and showed them to me, and I immediately <coughs> kicked her the fuck out the house forever, and she stole about eight thousand dollars because her clothes were in this closet where I had a whole lot of tens. Like I put shoe boxes up with just fives, tens, and ones every month. Like in the you know past, what I'm yeah. Yeah, in the past. Right. I used to, I'm never doing it again. I got robbed. All right, right. <laughs> so it's you got to like, do that story sometime. No, no. So what it is is that after you break a bill, like whatever I come home with that's under a 20, I just I put it up because it's like this world, you can't buy You spending anything. cash? For me? You go get gas, you're spending cash? No, I'm a corporate. Uh, I get paid in checks now. So no. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I never have cash. And then yeah. once in a blue moon, I feel like fucking shit because I can't pay the valet guy. Or yeah, I can't tip them. You em. can't tip them, right? Yeah. I was yeah, credited for a while. That's an excuse. I think you should start going to the, the ATM. I think it's good to keep at least like around forty to fifty dollars on you in cash because it's so annoying to run into places and yeah. like just it's so much faster and convenient. On my, you know you're sober. I'm on my like Ron That's Swanson shit, but it just like the OG way is better sometimes. But sometimes bro. you go give them a ten to, and you're out. I will go to a nice restaurant with my girl. And at the moment when I'm having this realization of like, oh shit, I'm not going to be able to tip this valet guy. There is no ATM nearby because rich yeah. people don't really consider it that important to have ATMs nearby because yeah. they use credit cards and yeah. because if they have, if they're going to need cash, they probably have cash on them or whatever. But I don't know. For me, it's just like, I, and I'll do it sometimes. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to put a hundred dollars in my pocket just in case I need it. And then like three weeks later, I have not used it once. It's wrinkly as fuck in my pocket. It's wet from sweat. And then I just put it in a drawer somewhere, and I'm like, "Bro, okay. remember I just when don't everyone need to carry cash? Remember when everyone's mom would always keep money in their bra, and oh, then like they would sweaty they would, money, yeah, out. they would go to the store, would take out a fucking five that's just so covered in bra, sweat, exactly bra, sweat, and hand it to I, my mom used to do that all the time, and at one point I had to tell my mom like, mom. It's gross, dude. Like she's if Russian. I, if uh, I was the if I was the attendee at Ralph's, I'd be so bummed to receive a titty twenty. Like, and that's why you, you don't know that, what type of perv it is. You <laughs> gotta keep a four hundred pound morbidly obese woman around you so that she can keep a couple of Glocks and a fucking twenty thousand dollars tucked into her gigantic yeah. fucking flabby titties. Oh, sure. Shaking his head, yeah. Court, yeah, but court, you'll suck the sweat, the titty sweat. Up. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Off a twenty for sure. Off, Off the. It depends. To me, money is so nasty. But Oh, that's the other thing. Money is already <sighs> dirty too. Yeah, like money is one of the grossest things. For period. your immune system, you yeah, need you to know. build. You your definitely do. System. So we should all lick a couple dollar bills yeah, once, you. once or twice a day. Go straight to the. Strip oh, club. when you're doing blow though, it's not dirty. You just snorting all. That I know ass. that's. Oh true. yeah, yeah. That's why that's all bad, and that's why I've had cokeheads around me in the past. Who came equipped with some nice straws? Never mind, like yeah. a stainless steel yeah, straw, bro. like yeah. real deal yeah, shit. That's a real you ever ran into yeah the real coquettes oh, who have the little yeah, spoon that. necklace, and that, then the, sometimes they'll yeah. even have a little a like little a little thing like that's that, meant to carry bullet. cocaine. I'm like, Come it on. seems so it's classy, but to be using cocaine on such a consistent basis that that makes sense to use for you, that's crazy. That's why you got to keep your pinky nail grown out like an extra <laughs> inch. You, you keep them fools around. Ah, that's an easy giveaway. The coquettes, they keep $2 bills in their wallet because they're less circulated than the regular bills. That's like smoking so it's a cleaner? through a glass it's cleaner. If you're doing coke, you have no right to be a fucking germaphobe. If you're going to keep a $2 fucking bill around, why not keep a, a, a wad of post-it notes with you? Because it's still <laughs> yeah, just paper. It's paper. Yeah. Or plastic straws. Or a coke. fucking card, a plane card. Yeah, anything. $2. 
Well, but rolling up a playing card is going to be kind of tough. But right? you put the tape on it. I've, I've been mm. in jail with the it's best of Nah, they do the, and it slides Every up. Every straw stick is on the side. Coke you know what I mean? Are you guys down to do a, like a scripted video in which he's like a sort of like brick kingpin dude and you're like the, the street I'm with coke it. dealer? I'm with Because it. it's like, you, you both are kind of like occupying different spaces in my brain and I feel like we yeah. could really do something. What's my role? Yeah, I'm down. Snitch. Yeah. No. Oh, my oh, God. I come in. You're a driver, bro. You never get pulled over as long as you keep. Oh. Thing. Just don't wear a hat or a hoodie and <laughs> just drive yeah, around. I'll be good. Sure. Keep nah, the glasses could... on with this thing in particular. If yeah. he wanted to not get caught up, though, he would have to rock like a different type of look. Oh, that's think? definitely Coke Boy. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is? They're looking at that yeah, fit and they're like, oh, fit. no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't really get pulled over that often regardless. You know what I mean? Like, you have to go yeah. like relax <laughs> yeah. dockers, docker. Doc, dog, yeah, in a collar. All right, so here's here's an open question for the group. Since uh, you know, probably some people are watching this right now. They probably got turned off by the butthole talk and the coke talk. But some people maybe are watching this cast who haven't necessarily seen us before. So I'm gonna just throw out, uh, well, not me, but maybe some of you guys. But I'm gonna throw this out there. What y'all do this weekend? Give me a tidbit. Oh, nigga. White to black. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, white. particularly interested in you because you ain't been here too long. So, LA, this round. I slept for two days and then. <laughs> slept for two days. <laughs> I'm looking for people that have like more exciting weekends. You sound like you me. literally sound like you, just, you <laughs> still just woke up. I thought my weekend was boring. He just took the cake. All right. You slept oh, for two days. <laughs> but on the second day, I woke up and I went like to Melrose to get like, just hang out. So Angel Reese getting a tattoo. The uh the fucking basketball player girl? Yeah, yeah, her? Yeah. How'd you know it was her? And where the fuck were you? The you saw her? Three. She was at really? Death. She, yeah, was, she stopped by an awful lot of concert this weekend. Yeah, Shut she the did. fuck up, really? Here signing deals oh, yeah. I saw I, I saw she was going to be there. Yo, as her manager, I'm going to say that she probably should not wear an awful lot of concert. That might not be the best for her image. Nigga, she walked off. She already Dolly. She already She was walked. chilling by herself. She by herself. Given. Never going broke again. Son. Wow. I wanted to rob this bitch. Oh my god. I'm not gonna she lie, like Christ. Wow. I was looking at Dub's Instagram story over the weekend and he, he, he lit. it shit looked like it was a blast. Because I always mm -hmm. ask people about Melrose and they're always like, Oh, it's dead. There's like just so much crime, the shit is over. Yeah. Nah. But when I was looking at that, I was like, damn, this shit looked like a good time right there. Melrose sure. has been there for like twenty plus yeah, years like, as the fashion district and like the cool place to go and always has these waves. At I least ran I've into noticed. Dub this weekend, like crazy out of nowhere mm -hmm. like i was driving to go uh pick up my other car i was dropping one car off and picking up another car so i'm driving out to wherever i'm going to go do that right and i just happened to need fucking cigarettes so i just pull off at a random exit i think i was like on sepulveda in washington i just pulled over and Dub comes flying in in his car. He's like, oh, my daughter just threw up in the car. Man. Oh, shit. And he got four kids with him. And then I go on his Instagram, like, two hours later, he got, like, oh, like I'm like, you're living the double life for sure right now. He had two car seats in the back and a kid in the fucking front. <laughs> what a and coincidence. And it was just him with throw up all on the... So I, oh, I'm, my God. I'm like, yeah. The life of a dad, dad dude. Yeah, but not, not just a dad, but a dad, like a lit-ass like, dad. Like, how real was it to run into, like, one of your close homeboys that could help you clean that shit up real fast? Because he was Oh, you helped him out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I, I would have been like, damn, dude, that's a lot to clean up. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, I know. That sucks. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm just going to be the fuck out of here right now, yeah. Hey, yeah, but I, uh, I, I actually kind of had, like, a pretty eventful 
weekend where uh, I finally um, uh, set up my like live streaming backpack where I can like do a like have a live view set up and have a camera on my shoulder and I could use both my hands and actually stream around LA with like better quality and shit. So let me ask you that though: Is IRL streaming dead, or you feel like it's still it's still popping? I think it's uh it's like such a niche market that no one does that niche. like a niche that it's niche a or niche. it's a lane that. No one's in because it's too expensive and complicated, but I feel like it's a lane that can definitely grow, and no one wants to do it because I'm saying it's uh, just to use this thing is $500 a month in service service fees. Really? Yeah, it's $500 a month in service fees. The equipment just by itself is like $2,000 in total. So it's like just the financial entrance point is very high. I'm very grateful that I'm able to at least afford the couple months that I am right now, but... uh, um, then it's complicated as hell, dude. I had to reach out to like a, a hell of other people that do the same thing, and I had to ask them for hella help to get this shit started with the chat on screen and all. It's super complicated, dude. I support you doing it because I feel like that is like a, a style of streaming content that will never get old mm-hmm. to certain people because it always has that that element of risk and like anything could happen, and people yeah. love that. And that's the problem when you do streams where you're just sitting in your in your house or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. at a certain point, people just start to figure out like, oh, nothing's gonna happen, yeah, so they just the tune excitement? out, you know. Yeah. But when you're in public, and that's like why. I look at that and there's like a tiny part of me that's like, ooh, I would love to do that. Yeah. And then I'm like, nah, you're going to get shot. Yeah. Bro, you're going to get hit by, someone's going to do, this is going to be a terrorist attack on you. I have, like something will happen. I definitely ha- you know, have that fear, but I've kind of, I've kind of like just accepted the risk where I'm like, bro, this is what I want to do. And it's just like, what am I going to do? Is like live in fear in my fucking bedroom? No, and I think it's perfect for you because you're not, you don't have I'm that not on level your celebrity. celebrity yeah, exactly. that you that's could do social it. Social media yeah. fear though, Adam. Like, yeah, that's yeah. really social media fear. Like people that, that not like that, like rest in peace to all the fallen soldiers and shit that, that's been dying due to jury and whatever the case is. But People are putting themselves in that position. Like it's still a whole lot of fun going on in Los Angeles. Like you're not just everywhere. There's not robbers just popping out of nowhere. It's like, hey, you have to be humble out here and like put that shit up. Like don't draw any attention to yourself. If you're going to go have fun, go have fun without trying to attract attention to yourself. Right now, mm-hmm. it's like it's the it's like another recession going on. But before that, like even when when people that rob when they see too much and they they're, they're so greedy that they'll go for it anywhere and you do, know what i'm saying do like, you think me wearing that up? backpack with the camera on my shoulders no sir they don't crazy? know how much no, that sir. they don't even give a fuck about that really shit. Okay. it's like it's like you're shining the light on it now but at the end of the day i know what the fucking price point it's I not two thousand dollars they don't they don't even know where to go to sell that shit it's <laughs> the fact that this is what rappers are telling you you need to have on in order to be uh uh like have status where you from you gotta have 10 chains on you gotta mm-hmm. do this that and other but they're not telling you that they're not coming outside the hotel room without five security guards you know what last night i'm sitting there watching succession amazing show i'm not going to tell you guys to watch it because it's four seasons and it seems pretty unlikely that you're going to watch all of it but amazing show succession it's almost done mm-hmm. we're sitting there me and my girl and we just hear We pause the TV. We're just listening real close. Bow, 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 bow. Oh my God. She's just staring at me. Where's Parker? It was She's so- sleeping. Don't don't go to the most morbid scenario. <laughs> and then a little bit more time passes and we just hear one more. At first, we're thinking like, oh, it's firework. Or it's a fucking car or something, you know, it's like yeah. backed mm-hmm. up or whatever. I don't know what it's called. But 
And then like, you know, we, we hear all that and, and she starts looking it up on the Citizen app. Other people, like uh, at least like one or two other people heard the same thing. And then I go outside, blickied up Blick to up. investigate. Yeah. Maybe help out the cops if anything. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot someone. Maybe yeah. <laughs> officer involved homicide. No. <laughs> and th- I, there was nothing. Like no, no cops came. Yeah, they won't. I was yeah. looking for for you know, and, and it's like the area that we're in. If someone were to have got shot, it would be like the fucking end of the world. Like yeah. it would just be like such a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. it's, and it's like I can't imagine that other people didn't report it and shit or didn't call the cops, but there was no result, no, 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 no closure on this, no, no idea what the fuck happened. So somebody testing out a gun in their backyard. Exactly. I'm that. Still, just the area that it. I'm in, I experienced that at least a couple times a month. Where <laughs> really, yeah, yeah dude, where I hear shit and then yeah. I'm like. That for sure was not a firework. And I'm thinking, expecting, you know, police to show up and yeah. then they don't show Cause up. Because that's going to confirm it in your head. Like, oh, something did happen. Exactly. And then it doesn't happen. And you're like. That means there's no victim. That's Bro, what I'm yeah. thinking, right? Like, no if, victim, yeah. Dude, nobody gives a fuck. You want to hear something they crazy? Act- I just want to hear a scream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Or like, you know, that like no, something to make it make you. sense. It's yeah. just to assure you. Yeah, Bro, one time I was, uh, I was on stream. It was like a long time ago. And uh, I heard a fucking gunshot. And the stream heard it too, right? I was like, yo, that's crazy. I ended the stream like an hour or two later. And then I go on like Citizen app or just the news trying to see like what happened in my area. And someone got shot and killed like a block away at and uh, at the time that I was on stream, and I realized I'm like I heard that shot. I killed someone. I was like, it was like kind of tripping me out. I was like, holy fuck, it's kind of insane. Yeah. This happening in my area, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. but also like you were saying earlier, one thing You're I've from noticed. LA. One thing I've noticed it, it, is it, like, but is that like like because it's such different worlds in LA. Like my girl yeah. from Glendale. And she talks about like the hood of LA, like it's another fucking world yeah. sometimes. And where like, right cause she street. didn't grow up around that shit. But to me, it's like, I grew up on the other side of the country. Like, mm-hmm. I am not from LA. You are from LA. You yeah. may be from Glendale, but you're from fucking LA as far as I'm concerned. Still but gotta to, but be a little tough, huh? To her, yeah. it's like she talks about high school. Like, she never heard of a gang. She don't know nothing about nothing like that. Yeah. Some shit. You know, it's like, but there's then, not a lot of gangbangers going to Glendale High, you know. They're they're probably going it's to like I don't Armenian know. gang members. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Sure. AP and shit yeah, like that. That's true. Sure. There was a lot of uh, those people in Hollywood High, yeah. but um, but yeah, like you were saying earlier, every time I've looked into some of these like crime things that are happening in LA, one thing I've noticed is like it's more likely to happen where two people have a feud someone robbed someone or something happened it's like the smaller percentage of shit is the random robberies the higher percentage of shit is like beefs beefs happening you know and also people walking around with diamond chains rolexes and stuff like that happening if you're not walking around with you know a huge cuban that's covered in diamonds and a rolex you're probably not going to get robbed you know exactly what i'm saying well i would also say that probably the majority of the violent crime is happening like in the hood where no, people ain't got shit going on. No, right? look up the statistics of where a lot of robberies and shoot and uh, armed robberies it's are mostly happening. in. It's West Hollywood, now? Beverly Hills. Uh, you know, all the nice areas yeah, is where it's happening. Robberies, uh, yeah. yeah. Shootings is probably still more. Oh in, yeah, yeah. Probably, but yeah, like in terms sure. of like people trying to take something. So you guys, I'm not gonna say that I did this this weekend, but I. Uh, <laughs> so I had a friend in rehab. And uh, he kind of forced me to throw something over the gate. Oh, what the fuck? Look at this guy. <laughs> oh, he's dabbing him up. Look how, bro. <laughs> you could decipher what went on there by how far Court's arm had to go for Brick to be like, 
Uh, wait a minute. Fuck sobriety. Where the fuck is the rehab and what what, what do you have going on? If someone asked me to do that, I don't think I got time for it. Let me tell I you got time. It's uh, Malibu. Uh-huh. So you just took a drive up there? Yeah. So wow. you got the whole, the whole fucking rehab is going to be fucked up tonight? No, see, that's what I'm saying, bro. I told him don't do no bullshit like that. And they, cause they was like crying on my phone. Damn it. <laughs> Did you feel like I didn't sell? I like I don't sell drugs. Like I keep my little personal shit. So like like a friend thing. Just a couple of them, bro. I need. I'm like fuck. I'm like, does this shit? I'm like, bro. Let me come sleep in there with you because if Hmm. I do this, I have a problem. Wow. Did you, uh, did you feel any like guilt? Like, oh man, I'm supporting this thing that, you know, is like a negative aspect in his life or something. You don't see it in my face. Yeah, man. exactly. Like, it's not something like, you're proud of. I, I, I can see it in how long it took you to say that sentence that you like as you were saying it, you were like, man, maybe I shouldn't man, say that. I should pretty say bad. Shit, Bro, man, I've been like, in I've been fuck. in similar shoes before where like one of my friends a long time ago was in a rehab situation, but it was because he had done something and that was his way out of jail. Yeah, jail. He was like that. his the rehab, right? Yeah. And uh at one point one of my other homies was like, we would go visit him you know just to spend time with him and shit like that right and my homie would bring a pack of cigarettes and he would always give him a pack of cigarettes and i would just think like yeah you're just giving him cigarettes right and then one day like after a couple visits i see at my homie's house he's like stuffing the cigarettes with like weed weed and other stuff and i'm just like you i was like we've been giving this guy in rehab fucking uh laced cigarettes so for the record the i asked what you guys did this weekend court slept for two days straight brick baby smuggled drugs into our rehab and yuri i didn't finish my story yeah what were you doing oh so basically i grabbed one of those lime electric scooters and i had this mission of going from the valley to hollywood and i had to take the freeway basically because there's no other way to do it the coinga pass only goes you one for direction sure got on the freeway with a scooter look at him <laughs> <laughs> while, while that'd be viral <laughs> there's a clip of yuri on a lime scooter on the fucking 405 <laughs> <laughs> but like almost the, the one on one yeah. okay so what happened and uh fuck i uh basically yeah i had done that it was a pretty good time um i almost got hit by a car uh, like twice, and uh, fuck, what the fuck else happened? I forgot. What uh, basically it was like, kind of like a whole shit show where I almost died multiple times on stream, but it was really fun. And basically, I'm just happy that I was able to take a scooter from the valley to Hollywood over the freeway successfully on stream. I'm proud of you. Thank I'm you. So proud of you. Uh, That's anyway, what I did this weekend. You know what? I had a fucked up encounter with a lime scooter because uh, one of my favorite uh, weekend <laughs> breakfast spots is this spot called Republic in uh, in West Hollywood. Or, breakfast or, Republic? No, it's called Republic. 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 I don't know. Maybe are we talking about the same one? It's on La Brea. Yes, it's Breakfast Republic. Make it sound fancy. Go ahead. I mean, you might want to look up the website just so we can show that you're (laughs) Republic. I know. And I told my girl this weekend. I said, you know, I think I'm gonna start calling it Republic because Republic sounds kind of gay. But anyway, we went there, and it's like you got to pull up like mad early if you want to just get in, no problem, because they have like a line that fucking stretches out of there pretty hardcore if you uh, if you get there too late. And so we show up, but like normally we show up right when it opens at like nine and there's no line and then this time we showed up like fucking right on time and there was a long ass line that we had to wait in uh not that long we we're probably in line for like 20 30 minutes but there was like all these lime scooters that are just blocking the fucking sidewalk and people are walking down the sidewalk in between the line and this massive fucking mob of five different lime scooters it's like the people who are walking on the street are just like bumping into the people in line and like it's just fucking a terrible 
environment for this this situation to be yeah. encouraging. So even though this isn't my neighborhood or anything, I go over there and I I've never rode a lime scooter. This has never really appealed to me. Never had a reason to do it. I think I might have hopped on somebody's bird one time for like two minutes just to see how it felt. But I go over there and I start picking them up and and wheeling them into like a a decent safe spot. Right, so zone. that the wow. fucking traffic won't be totally You're fucked up being on the street. A good Samaritan. Good Thank you. And uh, as I'm doing it, I'm Sam. I'm thinking in my head. This is so unlike me. Like I would normally never do something <laughs> I would never like this. Expect you to waste your time <laughs> because this, it's just not really like, like me to like, to yeah, care yeah, about yeah. the experience of the people walking down the street. But it's kind of affecting me because I'm standing there with my girl and my kid, and people and are like fucking walking into, into us and fucking, shit. Yeah, but yeah, with yeah. these lime scooters, when you go to move it. It starts playing the fucking Squid Game theme song. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it starts playing the most fucking annoying noise while I'm trying to be a decent citizen. And I just give up right away. I'm just like, okay, never it's mind. Like I'm that, not doing this. That end, how old is your baby? Two and a half. And yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. in the line is staring at exactly. me now all of a sudden because I'm making so much noise and I'm trying to like not call attention like, to myself. You. you look insane and shit. Bro, it pissed me the fuck off. So, so Josh, yeah. who is right over here? Uh, over Republic? Over Breakfast Republic? It looks like Republic. You searched Breakfast Republic. But is that no, does that look like the spot? Type in R-E-P... See, you're biased towards him because you searched <laughs> the thing that he said. I Q. Q U E. There you go on the bottom. Why the right? fuck would you delete everything you just typed to type it again? It's right there. I want Josh. I want okay, to teach so you about Google and typing so bad. So Republic. All right, never mind. Yeah. It's a different spot. I'm still stuck on the fact that y'all don't wipe y'all ass the right way. Don't change. What do you mean? Oh, that. Republic okay. is a French-inspired bakery, cafe, bar, and formal dining room located in the mid mid-city neighborhood of Los Angeles. Boom. I'm gonna check it out. Are you guys two different spots? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. He was talking about some other bullshit. No, no, that's talking about is really Denny's. Good too. <laughs> is the menu in French? No. I know, right? Did you get snails? I have Breakfast to take Republic? a piss, so I'm going to request that you guys watch this clip and comment on it while I'm emptying out your, my urethra. Your, I, I really have to take a piss as well, but I'll wait. Um, you guys play swords. Uh, I know, we'll he just was, do a break. He wants to play good. swords. Yeah, let's go pee at the same time. Um, okay, so guys, we're, we're going to check out this clip of apparently uh, a, a person is, with no arms calls a woman the N-word. Yo, what do you do crazy. if someone disabled like this starts attacking you, you verbally? fuck that nigga up. Hey, he used the word. He used the N-word. It's over with. You damn shit. So I'm slapping the fuck out of him. If this nigga even say Nigel, it's over. <laughs> Bow! <laughs> Bow! What? Bro. <laughs> Kick that nigga back in. Ah, stupid. What you thought this was? What the fuck? But he having a bad day, man. Uh, it's like, yeah, he deserved he it because he shouldn't be yeah. saying that, but, but he's obviously super disabled, bro. Like, oh, just that kick to him. Like, what the, the fuck was he even thinking? Nigga. Like, it's three big-ass black people right there. Like, you did that. That's like a motherfucker. That's crazy. Yo, that's a free kick. Hey, yeah. Free kick. That's what he do. Uh, That's what he deserved it. Do you think he's going to learn his lesson? You think next time he won't uh, do that? No. He can't block that shit or not. It's a free kick. That shit is instilled in him. And he's probably like on drugs due to his condition. It's like a mental health thing. And it's like. He's on some fuck the world type shit at this point. He didn't care if they killed him. I could watch yeah. that kick over and over. Nah, bro. I know we are just watching the replay. 
The, oh shit. Um. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. It's Wait. hard to watch because he's fully disabled. He can't defend himself, but he shouldn't be doing things that uh, that instigate such a reaction. Is that Broadway so, Lafayette? So did you? While we on racial slurs and racial supposedly racial activity, What's you up? guys hear about the uh, E forty situation? Nah. E forty was just kicked out of a um, basketball game with the Golden State Warriors against Sacramento. Oh yeah. Uh, they said that he was the shit starter uh, in the situation. You because he did he get into like a, a fight or but something? E40 says that it was a dude that it was a heckler in the crowd and he was heckling him the whole night. E40, he was heckling E40 the whole night and E40 finally turned around and said something and he said the security seen a black man and a white man getting into oh, it. Oh wow. And they, they obviously kicked E40 out the game. That's fucked up. Yeah, Before they knew what the situation was about. So yeah, that happened too this weekend. That's we, fucked up. That was a hell of a kick. What? Well, you? Uh, we just oh. missed it. <laughs> Bro, it's, yeah, I don't know. And it was a free kick because but he was I didn't hear the N-word. Is it audible? Said, no, he said the, 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 the N-word you are. He said just like the N-word you oh, are. Shit, like, okay. I heard it. I, I watched it this morning. I just didn't it, hear it, but it I'm, I'm not saying they did. I couldn't hear it, but the way the girl turned around, you could see how effect. shocked she was. The way he Full kicked screen. that nigga. It's right here. Oh, yeah, I heard yeah. it. Yo, you see the fool almost kick him? <laughs> yeah, he thought oh, about it. Bro. He like, nah, fuck that. I think we got to blur this when we play it for the people, but holy shit. Oh. Dude. You think that he's been a, a, a racist a amputee for a long time? Yeah, or you, for sure. Yo, don't. Why are we Bro, playing you know, it you know he, times? You know what he looks like he has going, got going on uh, from King of the Hill, Cotton Hill? With oh. the, he looks like he has the Cotton Hill, like, Vietnam leg. That's thing. one of the best TV shows and one of the best characters on one of the best TV I shows. I wonder how yeah, did he is. get like that because... It looks like a birth defect. Yeah, it looks like he's been like that. Nah. I, I told him it's like a mental health problem. He's probably been on drugs. He, he probably mad at life or whatever. Well, why he kicked that nigga a, when he was in the middle of putting his hat back on? Yeah. And why are you... Uh, why He literally said it, and then he's trying to fucking wobble away as fast as possible. I mean, either way it goes, balance. I mean, all right. That, that's really the question, though, is if someone is a amputee and seems like they are mentally, you know, incapacitated... Yeah. And they say the N-word. I'm fucking them up. You are? Yeah. I'm not saying that it's good or bad. I'm just saying, like, there there is a certain level of a person being fucked up that I just feel like I wouldn't treat them like a normal person. And that guy, if anybody looks like they don't deserve to be treated like a normal person, it might be him. Hey, listen. They're all going through some shit. They're all on uh, public transportation. In New York, that's normal. Oh, everybody takes the train. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. No, like, I'm just, in New like, York, everybody takes the train. At the end and, of the day, a motherfucker so walking around on my feet all day, I got to catch buses and shit, and you think you finna call me a, a nigga? Well, you lost your mind. I feel it. Imagine he came up to you, Adam. And I would have like, pushed him over just like him. That wasn't really a hit. He could have fucked his face up. Bro, he probably he broke his hip, bro. His hip looks... His, uh, his already bro. one time, Josh. <laughs> It looks like his. Le- you want to watch it again? Take the sound it off. looks like his legs are are already like dis like broken uh, in different places or some shit. Something he really to- just kicked him over. It. Let's just say he's not doing too. Oh, good. oh he, he really picked a good spot to hit yeah, him too. Yeah, yeah. he kicked him in his <laughs> ass. He, he chose his exact center. Yeah. Of <laughs> he folded him up like a taco. <laughs> and he I can- was saying that it was, I, I had moved on because you heard about the E forty situation. I heard you talking about it two seconds ago, but what, they thought he was someone else, so they kicked him out? Nah, he just got into it with a Sacramento Kings fan. and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the dude was talking shit to him the whole game, so when he finally turned around and said something, 
the security saw the black guy being aggressive. Supposedly, that's the statement that he put out, and they snatched E-40 out the arena, not knowing that the man behind him was the one that started the whole situation. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like that. And it's yeah. like, it sucks for E-40, because how do you resolve that? How do you have to find some witnesses? No, nah, I like mean, everything's on some, camera. Exactly. Uh, you have I to feel find like camera. You, can, you can see the heckling going on. Yeah, let's, oh, you let, can? Yo, have, you guys have to have seen this, right? Bro. Oh, this right. is insane. Full screen this shit. This is a fucking movie. This is maybe like the best minute 45 I've ever seen in my life. So basically, we're watching a girl trying to parallel park. Now I'm joking. Hmm. There's so many levels to this because it starts out like a, okay cool little gas station fight i don't know what we're gonna have to blur here look but. right there she just threw like something at her window and yeah. i was wondering what pissed her off so much they were throwing yeah. stuff at her car maybe something went inside her car too when they threw it but i, I wonder what city this is that looked like atlanta nah. mm. something down nah. south ish maybe right Midwest. And then, yo, this guy almost gets killed. Whoever tries to stop her. Bro, who? I want to know about this woman so the, bad. This is the craziest the shit ever. Do? Exactly. Why what is this? What does this guy do? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Where does he come into play? He's trying to turn the car off, man. Yeah, how is he just dragged through this? Look at him. Oh, oh, oh. He, he almost died, dude. He gets Let up like go. nothing happened. Look. He gets up like nothing happened. Imagine you're filling up your car and it gets totaled. <laughs> and you think it's over here. Yeah. It's almost hard to keep watching because, you know, for a second you think, oh, it's over. No. <laughs> what, how did she hit that? This is such a way? mystery <coughs> of how the fuck this shit happened like this. Oh! Oh, uh, yeah, Karma didn't wait for it. Karma wasn't even waiting around. We need a corner. documentary. We need we need the security cameras from the Jiffy Loop. Yeah, you know how hard Yeah, I need to see that crash. Bro, she almost died. Like, her car, the passenger seat got crushed. Oh, that's, that's how angry black, sorry for you guys, man. That's how angry black women be. They, she flipped over the car, climbed out the window just to talk some more shit. Look at this. I was thinking that. She's still talking this. shit afterwards. <laughs> so, like, her talking shit afterwards is almost like... That's OD. You think this is dope. Like, whatever just happened, you're pretty hyped on this. Like, you feel like this was a pretty good result, and now you're going to stay in character like a wrestler or some shit <laughs> yeah. and just be like, oh, yeah, bitch. That's yeah. what's up, bitch. Yeah, I crashed the car. Fuck the family you crashed into. You haven't checked on anybody inside exactly. that car or anything. You get out just to keep on talking shit. The reason why you're in this situation. Hey, Carl, we need a Trap Lord Ross documentary about this clip because I want to sure. know exactly what the fuck happened, bro. Hit multiple people. He can get all the text um, messages. That dude almost died, who's probably like the gas station worker he or something dead. like that. No, he was walking around like nothing. <laughs> but um, my thing is, cars are so heavy. <laughs> To flip a car upside down, you had to do something wrong. It's you'd be surprised, bro. Like I've seen hella clips where someone like hits a curb in the weird way, and the car will like yeah, flip for over. Sure. It's safe to say that the ground's wet. Right. Oh, that too. That's what it's looking like. She probably hit a fire hydrant, you know, rode over it with one wheel. And also, she has, like, an SUV. That thing's going to drive over she shit. She hit another car, though. That other car is stopped right there. Look bro. There. All right. So this, this is my question off this topic is, should we have an intervention on this podcast, either now or with him in, in our graces, with China Mac. Because it kind of feels like there's just a little bit too much fake shit going on. And I'm sorry, but the ODM Slim Lupe clip that I saw last night was starting to feel very, very Jerry Springer. And I know people put that on us, but all the bullshit that happened on here was real, believe it or not. Well, besides the Vel AD fight, that was fake. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for the most part, everything I've, I've 
commandeered on here has been fake, but or has baby, been real. You inside a baby was real too. That, Bro. No, but you're talking about I the wrestling play, clip. Play, That's not Sada Baby for the record. A lot of people it? think <laughs> it was this wrestler dude. What's his name? Lord Adrian or some it was shit. Two oh, wrestler wow. guys. I, I yeah. thought it was Sada Baby. No, because somebody oh put God. it up there and titled that, and it got like three million views. And it does look like Sada Baby, but like yeah, I don't know. Like this weekend, we had that because like if you really want to go through the 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 China Mac greatest hits since he came out here here to L.A., there was the fake. Uh, invasion, uh, home invasion with, with Vlad when they were on stream. That's what I want to talk. I didn't see the Lupe thing, but that when I saw that whole thing with the DJ Vlad shit, I remember when you you went through your gun situation. And but okay, that was a prank. I know no, that, that that was him pranking Vlad. So that's yeah. one thing. Yeah. But that the prank thing with was Lupe, a little too far. No. Um, I mean, was it too far? I don't fucking know. I don't care about that. But the, okay. the, the, it the, been the, too far. If, if Vlad would have sent that nigga. Up. Yeah, if Vlad became Gucci Vlad, then it would become a yeah. different situation. Vlad was reaching yeah. inside his hoodie for something going like getting red. It's Vlad, it seemed like he bro, didn't know what was gonna happen. Vlad is dying to catch a body. He's I know out here ready. You don't think he was thinking about that that whole time that My, he was on fucking China Max stream? You're right. He's ready. But my whole point is, I remember when you went through that situation with the gun thing, right? Everyone was saying you faked it, and you were, and you specifically said, "I would never do something like that," because that's a weird fucking kind of uh, morbid joke to make. Is like, hey, I'm setting someone up, or I'm pretending to murder, or you know, yeah. I'm pretending to have a gun, a real gun to your face. And when I saw that, I was like, I was like, if I was DJ Vlad, I'd be kind of mad at at China Mac but, for but, putting me through that. So, do we know that the China Mac? neck bruise was fake or are we all yeah. just assuming because it looked fake i heard and someone, what is he saying he got punched in the neck i'm not nah, sure if this is two chicks uh freaking off yeah and it, and he didn't want his girl to know <laughs> he so, said they r-worded him and then came, i like china mac but i'm just kind of confused why like because like running plays when i first seen him on on so vlad did, did he fight Whack 100, didn't he? Was he? Uh, no, who was supposed to fight Whack 100? Sharp. Sharp. Uh, wrong, wrong dude. I didn't even ask Shout Sharp about Sharp. that, but Shout I. Shout out Sharp. From what I hear, that's fake. Or like that, that was like a yeah, joke that they it, were going to try to pass. Yeah. I should have asked Sharp about that, but I forgot yeah. about it. But man, like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like amazed because when, when China Mac first went on Vlad, you know, the impression I got there was, was that he was like a, a very, very real street dude. And now with like so many of these things being fake, I'm just kind of like, I don't know, like I, I would love to have that conversation with him about like how, how he feels that shit impacts it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do it next week. We're, we're trying to make week. it. That's Please. our guy. We'll bring him on to ask about it. So Please. they don't think that we talk about him behind his back, but definitely. Oh, I know some shit I could ask him. Definitely hmm. for sure these plays are being read. And I feel like it's it's for the views. Everybody's doing it. But then it's like, yeah, you base yourself. I get where you're coming from. This nigga I'm surprised that he would make that choice at times just because, to me, it feels like, I feel like if I even faked like one fight on here, that it would be like nobody, nobody would really be trying to believe shit afterwards, you know? Yeah. He was on live this morning reviewing the shit from yesterday. like when Acting was, like it was real? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? I doubt bro. that was oh. real. I, I I mean the punch Lupe threw, <laughs> we go get her a boxing class if we because she wasn't trying to hit him. Bro, I believe that ODM Slim could have jumped through all of them. He was I think smiling o- ODM the time. Slim, based on my understanding of him, he seems like a tough dude. He seems like he knows how to fight. He's I believe he's spent some time behind bars learning how to fight if he didn't know how to fight before that. When I watch that clip, I'm like Bro, this is this is not what ODM Slim would look like if he was trying to whoop somebody's ass. And I don't think yeah. he's giving Lupe a pass, even though she is a woman. Yeah. 
Because she's a gang, she hits him. She's a gangbanger. It's yeah. going down. Come yeah, on. ODM Slim's going to gonna whoop yeah, the okay. shit out of her. No, and <laughs> I love sure Lupe. You get a pass. Yeah, if, that's Lupe. Yeah, we love both of them. Lupe so can walk up to me and punch good. me in the face, and I'm not going to beat her up. I just think ODM Slim probably is not going to give her a pass. And when I watch that clip, I'm like, yeah. bro, this is not ODM Slim making a sincere effort he was to hurt somebody. He was smiling. This the is whole a joke. Time. Yeah, come on. And And I just. I don't know. I'm just kind of baffled by it because there's so many different roads that you could take to virality and drama is kind of like the easiest one. But then that, that trust is hard to get back. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's hard for a motherfucker to, to, to believe anything else that comes out your mouth when you throw too many. A boy who cried wolf basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. But China Mac, shout out to China Mac. Let's see what he thinks of our uh, invitation. Yeah. Come on the show. Maybe we could get him in here. All right, open this next tab. I can't even remember what I sent. Ah, uh, yes. Let's what talk about this? this situation. So let me let me read it and then we'll play it. I put the this is a guy, just some random guy on Twitter. I'm pretty sure. I put the rubber on. She like nah. I don't want to fuck. So I told her to excuse herself. Thank she you. told me I was rude for putting her out at this time of night. She asked to drive to Joliet, and I'm like, baby. I'm not a rest haven for hoes, and you will be more comfortable in your own house. What the hell? <laughs> this started because you want to use a rubber? Have you a good night. You'll be way more comfortable in your own house, baby. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So what? What? Scroll back up. What is the implication? I put the rubber on. She's like, no, nah, I don't want to fuck. So does she She's not want to fuck at all, yeah. or does she not want to fuck with a rubber? She don't want to fuck with the rubber on. That's I think it, yeah. she just didn't want to fuck in general. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. To like me. she's just not trying to fuck, right? So you feel, you feel that? I don't know. I mean, she you can kind of interpret it two different ways. We need more. Context. Oh wait, yeah. If he put the rubber on and he was trying to fuck, she was like, nah. Yeah, that you. Supposed to let her spend a night. She we, we, trying to fight. So yeah, even if, it. even if the intended purpose of exactly. her coming over the crib was to fuck, nah, if she you, don't want to fuck, you still have to be hospitable. Or is that just your best practices advice? You yeah, no, obviously you, you didn't put that on the table. You not even pushing pee like that. You didn't tell her like, hey, you know what I'm saying like when you put it up, like you gotta let them know if this is what you're doing and you ain't hit yet. And it's like, hey, whoa, whoa, you know, give me some put like not like that, but in however words you put it, like, hey, I'm trying to fuck something. It should be a whoa, whoa. it has to be straight through like that. If you gonna be on that type time, yeah. If you gonna be on demon time when she don't give you no pussy, you need to make it clear like you coming over to give me. If pussy. yeah, if it was this transactional, yeah. I think it should have been up front from yeah. the beginning. Yeah, from you the know? beginning. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if she come over and you know you ain't fucked before and then you put the rubber on, she's like, nah, chill. It's like, all right, cool. Not yeah. Then so you, you think- Then you just rub your dick on her leg all night. <laughs> she ain't fuck around. Or <laughs> tell her, tell her, and I've done this before. You want to fuck, she don't want to fuck. I'll be right back. I have horrible diarrhea. Yeah. You say that, you just bought yourself a good 20 minutes. You hit the bathroom, you rub one out. Oh my I god. I guarantee you're gonna be way more pee after that. Yeah. You're gonna be way more yeah. laid back. Yeah. yeah, I was just about to say that. You I also can pee. play a prank and just go ahead and shoot it on her leg. That's not a <laughs> prank, that's <laughs> sexual assault, I feel like. <laughs> Is it? It can be. It? It's non that's like what Louis C.K. Yeah, did nah. almost. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but he asked. Point, yeah, he asked no, exactly. But look, at this point, if she's laying in my bed, we fuck her out. I 
I would do it just like girls know I joke a lot. So. Oh, but if you're laying in bed, okay, I yeah. Joke a lot. yeah. I wouldn't just be on top of her and just. No, no, it seems like she I'd came like, over. I, I'd be like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> it seems like she like wanted like a date, like an like actual stuff. date, and oh, maybe yeah. this could lead to something else. And he thought this is just a, uh, you know, we're going to fuck and that's it. And so uh, shooting, on, shooting it on her is disrespectful. Yeah, don't well, do that. No if you're more. already laying in bed, I'm I don't know. About it's in bed. like, it's, I'm in bed you still need some sort of a. Bus one on her. She needs to approve. surprise. It can't be a surprise, surprise. buzz, especially if you guys are me just meeting each other for the first time. No, it's not the first. I mean, but I wouldn't have a bitch laying in my bed. That's different. I'm a different type. A bitch would wouldn't be in my bed that I haven't fucked. You, we'll be at a hotel room. So it's her fault. Mm-hmm. We'll be at a hotel room somewhere, or some shit, or in the yeah. car. Like I would see even if you haven't even fucked her like yet. That. You're you're not even on like the beginner level of trust. Yeah, I think you should fuck a girl before you let her in your house. For now, sure. I, and I 100%. realize that doesn't apply to a lot of like normal ass people, but from my perspective. I think I would pretty much hold myself to that standard. Like yeah. I can't being successful. And yeah, you don't know what's going on? Like yeah. I be thinking that you, I might kick you out because you're you might be a low dropper. Was that? Oh, exactly. Like, yeah. like at this point, like I just you bought, said uh, you got money stolen from you by a, a woman you invited over. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> she was living there. Oh, she was living there. That was just like, like a fucked up months. situation. I like mean, two months before I just in general, it, if I was single, I feel like, well, number one, I also like, I don't want to have sex with a condom on. So I feel like if I was single, I would pretty much like want to get the girl to the point where she was down to get tested before we had sex, which I realized would probably be like, that would be kind of weird to some. It's like, it's supposed to yeah. be disrespectful, but shit. Especially while I'm doing porn, I 100% have to if hold somebody to that standard. If they know your world, you have to. That's why I'm like, yeah. you got to, that's. That's what it is. He's trying to, or like you don't got the girl on your time. The girl supposed True. to be on your time. This is this is the thing you is, mean? and I wonder this. Anytime I think about what it would be like to be single, <clears throat> I wonder to what extent it hurts your value sexually if you have done porn, like for a guy, like it, how, like if if it was like a thing that I used to do and I was on the market. To what extent, every time you meet a girl, is it going to be like, oh, there's mad footage of you fucking on the internet? It definitely does. I'm not down. I'm glad you bring that up because I feel like a lot of people feel like that uh, there's like a double standard where like guys can fuck as many girls as they want and and nothing's ever going to be said and a girl has to like have a low body count, right? The same way where if you want to fucking marry a girl, have a serious relationship that you love and trust and you're not going to be doing any like fuck shit, right? You want to... A lot of guys, I suspect, would want a girl who probably doesn't have a million bodies, right? Okay, and, but and we're talking about guys, not I know, girls. And because I'm, and girls, I'm of course, are going to be judged super fucking harshly for it in our culture. And that's what I'm saying, where it goes the other way around, where, like, you know, even in my relationship, it's just, like, any past... You get shamed for your body? It's not shame for my bodies. It's just that any past stories is just, like, a thing that's, like, a hurdle to get over. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, you got to talk about these things. And You're guess talking what? about the orange? If I had 50,000 hurdles to get over, it's kind of... talking it's about gonna, the orange. It's going to be yeah. a big thing. Hey, did you ever put it in this perspective before we get off this subject what if she got him rock hard <laughs> like was kissing rubbing doing all the shit and then he, and then he put the, the rubber, rubber on. on and she was just offended by the rubber maybe she's so into raw sex no either that or what if she like denied it then like when he put the rubber on like wait hold on she's what you call it spread eagle right <laughs> <laughs> 
what the fuck are your stories that you're getting hurt? You're you're getting well, shamed for. Well, it's not. I'm, I'm not saying I'm getting shamed. I'm, just, I'm my... just saying that I can assume that in any other relationship, if a dude has uh, if he's on a podcast or he has you know stories out there about how he's done all these crazy sexual things, and he wants to get in a serious relationship, the girl is going to be like, hey, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a thing you have to get over. She's going to have to get used to it or whatever it is. Or you get it with a girl that doesn't care about those things. Bro, there was a girl on uh, the No Jumper Instagram over the weekend, and she went on that whatever podcast josh do you want to go to the no jumper instagram and just fucking scroll down it's the girl who was I saying that she was boosts. sleeping with six dudes a night or whatever yeah, yeah. gangbanger so th- she owe me some yo this <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> he got chlamydia right now weird um but yeah, anyway like we uh we posted this clip of this girl on the whatever pod and she's just like like basically she's talking about how she's had sex with six fucking du- she was fucking six dudes a night bringing them back to her parents house etc she looked like Pam Beasley that's what she said to him probably before <laughs> she left where like I was 19 and I got kicked out of my house because I was like bringing over six dudes a night like it just was never enough <laughs> Wait, Wait, look at her face six dudes a night for like a consecutive week. Six Damn. times. Three? I love the whatever well, pod. Well, she said, wait, six times. Well, I'm thinking a, a week, <coughs> Monday through oh, Friday. No. Weekends were my rally days. What do you mean? Oh, would you slot them in like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m.? Ball yeah. in a week. Look yep. how okay. eager she is in this even, conversation. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I would say, I would even like have like my backup guys to where it was like, if this guy didn't come tonight, then I have, then I would invite this guy. Are you uh, using production? You think she's down no. to one today? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, and you were meeting, you said most, almost all of these guys from <laughs> Tinder or dating apps. Tinder or Bumble. I got kicked off. I got perma banned off Tinder. They will not have me back. Eventually, it got to That's a terrible. Where- I feel so bad yeah, for you. That's I'm a sorry. sex addiction right there. <laughs> if we've ever heard it, that's a sex addiction. Okay. But so this, this got posted, and I believe we posted it like, you know, multiple days after the original clip came out right like we posted it like once it already had a hundred thousand likes on twitter or whatever the fuck she then i was alerted to this she goes on her instagram story and posts a photo of her crying and basically says fuck no jumper for posting this clip they're making me want to kill myself yada yada what the fuck are you talking about you oh. went on this show. You went to Santa Barbara or wherever the fuck they film at, and you eagerly told this story, included hella details that you did not have to include. Fuck Adam. Bro. You wanted to go viral. I thought for sure she was the OnlyFans girl, and she's trying to get attention for her OnlyFans. When I went to her Instagram, I did not see anything. And who's <clears throat> responsible for the post? Her Instagram was gone the next day when I jail. went to look again. Yeah, I know. Like, how the fuck? There's so many <laughs> other people you could blame, such as. The actual podcast that you were on that, like, I think might have as many YouTube subscribers as us or whatever. Like, they fucking, they posted it. You said it. They posted it. We reposted it. And now somehow she's trying to blame us if she does choose to unalive herself. So what about whatever? Whatever gets no smoke for posting this. Uh, And and her as well. Like, she fucking told this story. Honestly, you other didn't girls think that was going viral forty two in a week, bro. Other girls should look at this story and You're see and see her reaction to it and be like, 
okay, this is the thing where if you do certain things in your life, it's really hard to get to another point in your life and be like, that's a part of my past. No, dude, like you have to have some, some accountability and realize I fucked up. I shouldn't have done that. And also, you talked about it on a podcast. Dude, yeah, like, she like could Adam have easily fucked six dudes a night for multiple years. And never and, talked and, about and it. And just, to the grave. And just not talk about it on a fucking hugely popular podcast <laughs> and, not, and, not, and, and just give them the easiest layup ever. And nobody would know. You can move out to L.A. and nobody's going to know about the 7,000 bodies you have back on the East Coast or For whatever sure. the fuck it is. For I sure. mean, the How fact that she tried to... Oh, Tinder by... She's a serial fucking fucker. <laughs> she's the King Vaughn. She's King, she got more bodies than King Vaughn, bro. Easily in one night. Bro, this, this literally reminds... <laughs> six a day. Oh my like, God. six a day is crazy. How many rounds are they going? Is it like... One round a piece, like listen, I don't know what how many of those guys fell in love. I don't see her letting the <laughs> motherfucker leave after one nut. But this is why I can kind of appreciate the whatever podcast versus Fresh and Fit because Fresh and Fit are like very militant, like you will behave, do not interrupt, speak when you are spoken to. It's just like kind of an intense mm-hmm. vibe. Whereas these guys kind of put on this like fake nice guy front and just get the girls to say the craziest shit ever and just like, they, like they clearly are judging them and like looking They'll down call on them it. Though, they'll say shit. They will, but they just are kind of like They're a little bit gentler it. about yeah, it. So yeah. it's kind of like the girls are the doing it to themselves more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's I've just seen a, a crazy I, thing. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but I've seen a bunch of their clips where like I like how they approach these conversations, especially with like you know girls like this, where they just talk about having this like crazy promiscuous life or promiscuous. Would past. you have her own play? And, oh, go ahead. And they and they ask questions like poke holes in. They're like, what about this? What about that? You right. know. And it seems like yeah, they give them the space to talk and they don't shame them for it, but they're asking normal questions and sometimes. Sometimes, even if you have, ask a normal question, people are going to get emotionally fucking triggered and offended regardless. Yeah. She'll have an OnlyFans in six months, right? <laughs> you would think the <laughs> only reason to do this Was is because, because you have an OnlyFans yeah. and because you want to promote what a hoe you are would, so that people will follow would you, you. Would you have her on Plug Talk after this? It's going to be a resounding no for me, to be She's honest. She's three. She's I don't, a three. Oh I don't want to even... But if that's how she wants to to make up about this, like if you have me on plug talk, I won't kill myself. Nah, that bitch is crazy. If it was that fucking Asian chick that they showed before reacted to it, or the Mexican chick, whatever, she could definitely we we could work it out because she had to sit through all this. (laughs) But as far as uh, her, I'm just gonna pass. But I don't even think she does porn anyway. Like at least from where I could tell. But man, she what doesn't a doesn't film the porn. I what a mess. She doesn't film it. She does I'll, porn. She's I'll doing be, she's, she's doing living the life. She's unpaid. I'll be interested in it if the Asian bitch was there to react to this bitch getting fucked. Yeah, what 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 are these all the girls there? Like are they all random? Do they know each other? They just get a panel of randos. Okay. So this is the threes. The one thing this I is the threes. Well, I noticed they usually f- get pretty hot I chicks. I do that one day. It's either like hot chicks who have too much confidence or less attractive girls who have like horrific war stories of all the bodies they caught back in the block. We gotta we gotta get a panel, man. We got to (sighs) Yeah. It's just how do you how do you shop for like the, the like you know like if we just have porn stars, it's like I know them all. They're kind of level headed on average. It's not as interesting. Like you have to find random girls that are like clueless to how this is gonna play out. In LA, my yeah. I, I, I can I can get it done. Oh my god! That's why these ty- well, she, Fresh she, and Fit has like a recruiter. Like hey, they they have girls and say. shit who find girls and get paid per girl that they bring in. Oh wow! Oh, you can Hazel. let Yuri do it because you can't just, just do, do what? you can't do professionals who like all professionals yeah, who are in on the joke. Just be like 
randoms. Like, but yeah. like, all right, extras. Like the people that's signing up for extras and stuff like that. Like maybe we put an ad in the newspaper in the fucking. Like, <laughs> oh just, my god! Hey, but just just like we had that conversation, you know uh, like, I have a lot of ideas for content up. that I want to talk to you about, but I don't want to air them out for right now on the camera. Um, but just like we talked about on the other day on the news about like body positivity and the overweight shit, you know, what I mean all that stuff. Like I feel like this is good that they're having this opposing conversation to this whole narrative that's going out there with I feel like you know a lot of girls are pushing it which is like I'm body positive I'm free with my body I just fuck whoever I want because that makes me happy but then you're gonna get to a point like this girl who's like upset about her previous life decisions and you have to really decide is this something I want to do is this worth it to me am I really this type of person or am I just being influenced and this is the thing and this is why I don't really buy it when I hear a girl talking about how she just has five million bodies and how she loves her life so much it's like (laughs) women on average do not experience orgasm until they've slept with a guy something like eight times or 15 times. I forget the number. Oh, wow. But the reason, you know, a woman is going, like, they can orgasm from sex, but usually they have to have sex with the same person a bunch of times to get comfortable. Whereas yeah. for a guy, we all know we that the first did. time you sleep with a girl, you can meet a girl for five minutes and fuck her and nut, and it's, yeah. it's all good. You're oh, done. Yeah. It, it, it is what it oh. is. So this attitude of like, Everybody should just fuck everybody is way more beneficial to men and to the <laughs> average woman. I think the average woman is is biologically trained slash socially conditioned to want to be in a relationship, a consistent, steady relationship, and that's why every woman who amasses any sort of like societal clout or money or whatever ends up getting into a relationship because the the the, the heart of the average woman is to want to be in a monogamous relationship with a guy that they can really develop something with. Not to mention the fact that they're going to have to have kids with somebody at I some point, right? some crazy shit on TLC. This, <laughs> this black lady got like two husbands. They about to have a ceremony for that shit. And then uh, she also is still open to dating. She oh said she God. would never stop dating. So she's trying to bring in a partner onto her two husbands. Mm-hmm. So she could have like a little boyfriend on the side too. She's, Insatiable. Insatiable. She, she probably got an oversized clitoris. <laughs> she has to. That's what I was about to say. Like, cause those are balls that you know what I'm saying. How do you present that to a man being a woman? Like, I can see the man, like, I've heard of that shit. But it's like the woman telling you, like, yeah, I want to marry you and you. We're gonna live together. How much and I'm did she make? You. I didn't get, I only watched, I woke up out of my sleep. I don't watch TLC. No. My, <laughs> my girl was watching some shit and I woke up out of my sleep. And then the next one was was escaping uh, the Mormons or leaving, going back to Mormon. Right, right. seen that show? You've seen the clips I, that's that? a classic genre. Yeah. People yeah. love that shit. Yeah. I so feel like there's more. Like uh... the one right before it. I don't know what the fuck she was, but it was like either her religion, she was either from Africa, like a queen or something. I don't know. But it was just like, it was a black lady too. I'm not sure if I'm right here, but I feel like statistically there's more desperate lonely men out there than there are desperate lonely women. Like that's there's, what I was there's more, sure. there's that's more what guys I out there that are like, oh, a girl that's willing to marry me? Oh, there's another dude involved? I guess, whatever. It's like, <laughs> I'm willing. <laughs> and it's safe to say that she's she has to be rich because she's like <laughs> not the greatest looker. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. She's not the great. I don't want to say. Right. Uh, We're not going to tear her apart or anything, but. Maybe she has two vaginas like that other lady. She Uh, looks like she got two vaginas, right? Those dudes share. Maybe more. Yeah. (sighs) Imagine labeling your, like, the vaginas. You're like, yo, I got the the top one. What about the cop dude, right? That just, uh, his wife just got caught hitting a 15-year-old, and he's like the sheriff of the county. Oh, no. Where's that at? 
It's right here. His wife is a teacher. Oh, Josh about to bring it up. Boom, look at that. Oh, wait, no, this is the Frank Ocean. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he was dressed in? 26-year-old Oklahoma uh, substitute teacher Uh has sex and sends like a 15-year-old boy nudes, but her husband's like the sheriff of the county that they're in. I saw this. I saw this. Here we go. Put me in the corner. So, yeah, 26. A married former substitute teacher in Oklahoma who is also believed to be the daughter of the town mayor has been accused of kissing and sending nudes to a 15-year-old student, according to the criminal affidavit, Emma Delaney Hancock. Damn, they got, she got a whole hashtag. <laughs> 26, a former teacher at the, the Wellston Public School District began texting the 15-year-old in October 2022 to send him a school assignment. The affidavit then said... Hancock and the team began exchanging nude photos and videos of sex acts more frequently, which later escalated into Hancock and the team kissing each other on two occasions while in classrooms. Hancock is also accused of touching the teen inappropriately during the second time they kissed. This is extremely in detail. Uh, Imagine this dude just having to live with that of just knowing that your fucking wife was just trying to fuck a 15-year-old. Bro, that's crazy That's what I'm like, bro. And he's the fucking sheriff of the county. That's crazy. (laughs) Bro, <laughs> that has to be like uh, for an ego. That has to be something's gonna happen to that little boy. I feel sorry for him. That's what I would say. I'm like, you were hitting this shit, but did they have sex though? No, I think they would because look how how uh, in depth it is. Also accused yeah. of touching inappropriately during yeah. the second time they kissed. Yeah. So yeah, apparently yeah. they did not fuck, but it seems like it was going in that direction. Yeah, he has to arrest his own wife, direction. bro. Damn, yeah. I wonder if they made Does him do stay? it. That would have been a, quite the statement. I mean, do we? Is this domestic? Like, does this turn into a domestic or or what? Like, I mean, like, wouldn't you probably just want to leave her alone at that point? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm how probably, do you come back from that? I wonder yeah, if they have kids and shit. Do you stay? Because if he stays, then he's probably like it's it's, it's loopholes in the relationship. Bro, what's to worse? Want to fuck a fifteen year old? There, there was another story that came out about this uh, cop who had a wife, and uh, I, no, this dude who had a wife who was a cop, and then she was getting fucked by the whole police department. Oh. There's been so it's many like, stories like that exactly. this month. It's like a or like the past couple months. That's like a huge thing. But yeah. did you see that the original one who was going viral, that one blonde lady, she's basically now saying that she was being like raped. And no, she said she got groomed by the police department to being like a sex doll type shit. Yeah. Which is so crazy because everybody was laughing about this as if she was just like a gangbang girl. Like she was on who some Kazumi shit. The officer, the officer that was doing yeah. it to everybody in the... And ev- <laughs> the whole story went viral with the narrative being... That she was basically a gangbang girl and she was yeah. getting fucked by all these different fucking cops at the thing. And now she's switching it up. And, like, I was getting ran. <clears throat> but who, but who knows? Well, well, she's acting like it wasn't consensual now. Yeah. Which is wild because always we have these stories in which it seems so obvious to us what the narrative is. Like the dude from Cash App who got stabbed and everybody assumed that he got stabbed by a bum. Mm-hmm. And I've seen countless people acting as if like, oh, he was woke and so he's a hypocrite because he probably got killed by some person person of color in fucking San Francisco. I've seen so many people running with that narrative. And then today the investigation comes out or the past couple of days. And it's like, no, he got killed by like a, an acquaintance another, or yeah, like some other dude. He knows dude. his old business yeah. partner that he uh, co-founded cash App with. But then there's no impetus on the people who spread the original narrative to apologize or switch it up or, or run back on it. Like the fact that Joe Biden still has his Jesse Smollett tweet up about the fact that Jesse Smollett was a victim of this violence or whatever. Even Joe Biden doesn't feel the need to, to make a... Nigga to do he could do a, a, a response tweet. He it would be cool to see Biden use that technology on Twitter to, to yeah. do like a Twitter thread That's where he true. explained, well, actually, Jesse Smollett 
staged a racial attack, and, and I apologize. He was found guilty of this, yada, yada. He went to jail for like three he days. He probably can't remember his Twitter password, to be honest. Oh, well, someone on his staff, I think, could put this together for him. I think it would be a big look for uh, him to acknowledge. You know what's one that they, they doubled down on, though, is uh, or that nobody has ever like really apologized for is the whole thing with Trump where he said there's very very fine people on both sides or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. please do a Google of that and try to debunk that. It's so clear that he was basically saying there are good Republicans and there are bad Republicans, there's good Democrats, there's bad Democrats, whatever. He was not saying that about any kind of hate group or whatever. And Everyone from CNN to the New York Times ran with the idea that Trump was saying basically that there are like good and bad Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't know yeah. about this, Yuri? This no, is, this is classic culture war shit. I think. <laughs> right. No, I don't know about this, but um, yeah, they, whatever. They dug up a clip of him admitting that uh, America was built by people of color. Trump? Yeah, we don't get enough credit for it mm. and stuff like that. I it's mean, hard to he, deny that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to say. But I mean, Trump is just a, a older to me. He's just an older white guy, man. And you know what I'm saying? That was the era he grew up in. So his supporters are like the people he was fucking with. I, I, I understand why you like him. <laughs> he lies. He, he, he cheats. Freed. He steals. Oh my god! What president hasn't done <laughs> yeah. any of those and, things? And he doesn't expect to face any kind of repercussions for those yeah, things. He's just kind of like, "Fuck it. What are you going to do to me?" Okay, he's, sorry. He's shameless, that's and that's what, what people love. That's it what does. people love about him. Yeah, and I get that. I know I this is. A, also, I don't like him for other reasons. He also he also freed my like my big bro Corvain Cooper. He had life for marijuana. Uh, oh wow, for real? It, it, yeah, oh, he shit. pardoned him right before he that's got out. That's far. Corvain Cooper. Shout out Trump for that. Yeah, shout out 40 tons, the brand they pushing the whole lot right now. So. If Trump goes to jail, so should Hillary. I say that. What? <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> Nobody even knows. Boom! I, I could bring up hella stuff. During the presidency, they brought up hella old documents of uh, that links uh, Hillary to doing like hella corrupt shit, taking money to do speeches in the countries that, that we were feuding with, all this. Yuri, you know, how dare you say anything shit. about the Clinton family then, yeah. on this podcast oh when we God. were founded with a cash infusion <laughs> from the Clinton family? Oh, I'm going to be disappeared very soon. Um, they're going to run with that. There's, there's <laughs> some videos from right there, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Josh is a Clinton operative for sure. I know it's not the best you know. argument, but just when people say like, "Oh, Trump, uh, he did illegal things, so he should go to jail." So look at every. There's so many other people in the in the uh, politics right now that we have evidence for right now. Stop snitching. Just go, you we know, talk about street politics. What about these lawyers? Well, government workers and street politics tied in. What about these lawyers that dropped off a thug's case? Well, really? Yeah. So what is the deal with that? You tell me. Like so, what's going on is uh, the public. Defender's office, I guess they have to fight this trial. It's going to last all up to a year. So they're trying to give them 15K a piece mm -hmm. for the whole year, but they can't try any other cases because they're going to be locked in with this other case. So now it's like four or five, uh, four or five public defenders, like defense, uh, like basically defense attorneys that's not going to fight the case. Like they're not going to trial. So they have to get new lawyers. So it's going to, Extend the time oh, that no. it takes for Thug to even start the trial. Fuck. I see this case getting thrown out. I don't know. It's like because the DA they don't have shit together. The the, the state they're not trying to fund it. They don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Those loopholes right there will be why they give these other people like right before a trial they're gonna get these no snitch go home today deals. Like you know what time served. Y'all really didn't do shit. The state can't afford the, the only... lawyers to prosecute Young Thug anymore. Is that what you're saying? 
I mean, they, more that they don't want they to don't do want it for to. the amount that they were being uh, offered. It's not worth it to them. I mean, the yeah, whole thing is just so it. ridiculous. Like that, they're gonna have to have all these jurors wasting away for like a whole year. Who in their right mind would do that? They say the time that they're gonna be working is like 140k worth of work. I would do anything to avoid that. I will shit my pants in the courtroom every day as a juror. Take laxatives. I will piss on the fucking floor. I will (laughs) uh, scream expletives into the the courtroom. I will do anything to avoid that. You're smarter than that. Your tell-all story would go crazy. Mm, that's a really good point, yeah. Nah, but they're not going to let me make YouTube videos every night or whatever. I nah, know. You won't, but when it's over. When, yeah, exactly. No, I'm going to get a, a burner like, phone, and I'm going to call Trap Lore Ross every night and just <laughs> yeah, tap in. Like, all yeah. right, so they said this. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Oh, know. my God. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we make the best out of it, but that's fucked up, though. Yeah, to be a juror on that case, like, I don't see. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's all getting fucked up. I don't see anybody all staying being... for a year. And... Presented the evidence that you presented, and you just took this dude, took all the murders off of him. Like, what are we doing here, bro? Yeah. Like, that's what everybody's thinking. Like, what are we here to talk about? And all the jurors are to being murdered uh... separately and get the fuck on. Mm. That's what. That's basically what the what the public defenders are saying. Like, okay, the people that you want, we'll fight for them because their murder cases is clear as day. This is what we have. All this trying to prove that the conspiracy. Like, that's going to be super hard. That's mm. why the, the case is going to take so long. Yeah. They have to prove that he conspired to do all of this shit. Mm. It's and they don't all that have evidence. no facts. Free my boy Thug. I'm feeling more optimistic for you. Yeah, free <laughs> and the jurors are being funded by the taxpaying dollars as well, right? So yeah. it's just like a whole year of yeah, fucking 20 plus people not being able to work, not being on social media, all that stuff being funded by our tax dollars to put someone in jail. Yeah, Let's go. Yo, I got to go eat lunch. I'm fucking dying right now. Shout out to Remo lurking in the hallway. Shout out to Josh behind the boards. Yuri for pulling up. Brick Thank baby. Court. So much. Score. I want to talk about Andrew Tain Chicago. Super excited about that. But, well, <laughs> I got to eat. All right. Appreciate, Appreciate you. Everyone. Thank you to everybody who watched this. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Tap in with us. Bow. And we're switching to Monday nights. Oh. In terms of when oh. we drop this. It's no longer the Tuesday show. We're dropping it Monday nights so that we can just the get way. in there, record Monday morning, drop it Monday. Boom.